Hey, let's turn it to the party. It's Bill Mildred. I'm Daniel Bruce. Philip Pop Culture Hall is very busy me. We missed first time around. We also go chronologically through the Disney Plus servers in the Disney Through the Decades section on there. You go to the search bar, you go to Disney Through the Decades, you click on that where you're in the 1950s now. And we had an upset She's dressed in yellow. Whatever <laughs> the rhyme is. Did I she forget. drink piss? What's going on? Uh, yep. Yeah, 1950s Cinderella. This is the first Disney animated features of this decade. And yeah, so what do you know? What's your, what's your personal history with Cinderella? Or what do you know about the history? I grew up on the clamshell case Cinderella. <laughs> the white plastic VHS case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by growing up, how often did you watch this as a kid? It was on. It was on. Well, I mean, I didn't put it on and be like, I want to watch Cinderella. Because you had like three or four sisters. I assume they, they were the ones throwing this on. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I, somebody who lives in constant fear of getting in trouble for anything. <laughs> There's some anxiety that inducing kind of kid? stuff in Cinderella. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, I don't like I... it when people get in trouble who don't deserve to get in trouble. That's why I, I can't stand that. movies like Bridesmaids where the nice people get their dick kicked in through the entire uh, thing. It's I had not I can't even stand about that, that kind of film um, or show or anything like it. I had never seen this before. Ever. I kind of figured that from you talking about how the fairy godmothers had three dresses and stuff. Yeah. I, everything I thought I knew about this movie, I projected from Sleeping Beauty, I think. Sleeping Beauty is mm -hmm. the one with the three, three fairy godmothers, right? And the color-changing well, dress. they fairies. They're not godmothers. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, which, I, I've obviously not even seen Sleeping Beauty that often, either. Um, mm. I kind of see why the only part of Cinderella I'd seen before is just, the, you know, the part where the fairy godmother shows up and gives her the dress and the couch. The couch. <laughs> yeah, she gives her the couch. A lady. Says, you, kick your feet up, baby. You have earned it. <laughs> a mini fridge filled with Bud Light. <laughs> we ain't going to the ball tonight. Let's crack one open. You don't have to knock yourself out. Oh, yeah. Let's press get it, again. Cindy. Ladies night in. Yeah, we're going to make some fun. Do get high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, of course, we've talked about this in the past, is there's a lot of Disney movies you might only know from the same clips that get shown over and over again during every, like, Disney commercial, or if you're watching, mm. like, you know, if you're growing up watching a Disney VHS, they always have the clips, you know, like, oh, here's our most amazing clips from all of our movies, and, you know, of course, from Cinderella, it's always the dress, dress and pumpkin Pumpkin. Exploding onto her, yeah. What is it? It's a coach. I was trying to think of the word. I almost said yes. couch again. Coach. And, yeah, and I, I I didn't realize this is the movie where Jack and Gus are from. And I'd seen mm. bits and pieces of Jack and Gus before, and I was like, oh, I like these guys, because they're funny and they're cute and they're funny. I didn't realize that the movie was 90% about them, rather than Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that this movie is mostly about an evil cat. And that is the mm -hmm. primary antagonist in this movie, more than the evil stepmom. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. So, what do you know about the context of this movie and like where it falls in the Disney canon and stuff? Because I had to do uh, research. Not about really this much, I don't think. Like, if you started telling me about it, I'd be like, I'd probably be like, oh, I've heard that before, but I haven't retained. Much so, yeah, this is the first Disney animated feature, like fully original, that's not just comprised of shorts and shit that they produced in almost a decade. 
Um, as we know more than anyone else, <laughs> like all the movies they produced in the 40s after Dumbo, which we still somehow managed to skip because it's still not. Did you see? What's that? It's on there now. Oh, is it? Yeah, they added it to the 1940s. <laughs> what happened? Oh, it took them a year to finally put Dumbo, the animated version of Dumbo, into the Disney the, a Decades cla- uh, collection, and we somehow yeah, we it's skipped now right over before it the Reluctant there. Dragon. Yeah, we used yeah. that was the excuse for us not watching Dumbo because it, it's not in the collection. We can't watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I would presume I can't remember if it was that or Bambi was the last feature that they made before doing all the package films that we complained about for the last couple of months. And so... Uh, are you, you're excluding Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros? Uh, yeah, but they're still not, like... You can tell they're just still kind of made from odd, odds and ends from others. You know, like, it's not, like... Yeah, it's still mostly just... Because it'd be Bambi if It's still mostly just promoting South America. It's No one considers those movies, like, part of, like, the original Disney fairy tale canon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I guess by the end of the 1940s, uh, Disney was still kind of broke from... Uh, I guess Bambi and the last couple uh, big fairy tale features they did had not made a lot of money because of World War II, mm-hmm. and then even after World War II, Disney was still broke just because of the lean years because they didn't have access to Europe as 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 a source. You blew of it all on cigarettes. And <laughs> well, actually, yeah, yeah. I any kind of entertainment business in the 1940s, I'm sure at least like 20% of their budget all just went to all the cigarettes, but. Um, but yeah, by, I guess by 19, the late 40s, it was kind of a make or break moment where Disney was like either we try to go all in and trying to, we, we need to either um, try to recapture our glory age with what we were able to do with Snow White or we just spend the rest of our lives just making shorts and that's it. And so even though the company was still uh, like millions of dollars in debt, he said, fine, fuck it. I have three ideas for f- uh, three more fairy tale movies we can do. We could either do, um, what was it, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, or Cinderella. And by the late 40s, all three of those uh, movies were in various stages of development. But he was like, you know what, Cinderella's the closest in terms of like tone and story to Snow White. And if that's the kind of glory we're trying to recapture, might as well just, we'll make that our first next new, like, quote-unquote holy original film. You know, not like, you know, a package film like Saludos Amigos and stuff like that. But, and so yeah, I guess they said batters up, Cinderella. We're gonna make you our new big thing, and they did it. And the movie came out, and it made them a million dollars, more than a million dollars. I guess it totally it was successful enough that it totally wiped out all their debts, got the company mm. back in the black, and really kind of set up. Um, it f- essentially financed the completion of uh, Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan, and got Disney enough money that he could actually start work on Disneyland proper. Uh, leading up, Well, that's that they even talk about this in some of the making stuff I was uh, looking up and reading about this was this is also the first Disney fairy tale feature where Disney was kind of checked out because he was so kind of... Well, we talked about... Well, we would have probably actually even talked about this more if we had talked about Dumbo, but like, yeah, there was the 1941 animator strike where... Uh, Disney became super disillusioned with the animation department of the studio. And, I mean, that's another part of the reason why Disney spent so much of the 1940s. The the studio, Disney Studio, spent so much time not, like, working on original features, but just, like, making odds and ends package features because Disney wasn't really invested in the animation thing anymore. So he's like, you guys just do whatever you want. I'm just going to fuck around. And, And so this is... Disney kind of kind of in my backyard on a train. Yeah, it's, well, that 
I gotta talk about that was one of the things while making Cinderella. He wasn't in the studios often, so they would just kind of mail him, like, here's some of the storyboards to, 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 to read while you're hanging out in your train that you've built in your backyard. And so he was kind of like an absentee, like, I mean, he didn't direct this, this movie, but, like, you know, but all the, all the classic Disney features were kind of like, I don't want to say, like, ghost-directed, but, like, he was definitely still, like, the, the, the authorial voice of those movies. Mm -hmm. And so for Cinderella, even though he was kind of involved he was still like I th there was one part where they like he spent like three months directing this essentially by remote by, by like mail because he was spent, spent like a summer in Europe and so mm. they were having yeah exactly like, having to mail him storyboards and stuff like that but yeah no the movie came out and it was uh, yeah I guess everyone was like oh my god it's finally after a decade Disney's return to form and totally set up like the I guess you can call it the silver age of Disney animated features that we're going to get, yeah, throughout the 50s, but yeah, the, uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Peter Pan, and yeah, set up the company for fin uh, financial solvency. This is kind of the turning point in the company's history where if, if it weren't for Cinderella, Disney could have just kind of faded away. But because Cinderella was so popular, like I said, it was like the genesis uh, financially of everything they were able to do with like Disneyland and the other features and stuff, and so... But wasn't for Cinderella, kind of, like, this is one of those rare things where you could actually honestly say this single movie saved the entire company and changed the course of entertainment history. Because as we're recording mm -hmm. this in December of 2020, uh, we're, we're talking about this, like, ad this three days after Disney just announced that they're coming out with, like, 52 new Star Wars movies and 87 new Marvel things, and Disney Plus is, is poised to take over the planet. And mm -hmm. so... <clears throat> Looking back, Cinderella's kind of, kind of a huge part of making that possible. So if you ever wanted to change the course of entertainment history and keep Disney from being a monopoly, all you have to do is go back in time and uh, throw whoever's working on Cinderella into an acid vat. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, perfect. Work's done. Now you don't have to worry about Disney. Disney just dies, I guess, maybe old, old broken alone. But uh, yeah, but I didn't know. It's just there's not a lot to this story. Like, even firing what? up the movie, I was like, well, let's see how they turn uh, a woman being able to wear a shoe into a movie. <laughs> and it turns out <laughs> they didn't really do it. They just mostly said, what if the movie's 90% about mice being chased by a big fat cat? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, although I do like, they go back to, you know, this is like one of the Disney classics because it starts off with a book. They do the live-action intro of a book opening. Oh, yeah. Did they do that with, with... a song? Uh, did they... Cinderella. <laughs> is that the song? She's as lovely as her name. <laughs> Which is... Her, her name is Cinderella. She was called that because she was always covered in soot. Yeah. Cinder. So it's not really a lovely name. It was meant to be like, hey, look at this... It's like... It's like... Filthy girl. They might as well call her Queen Fat Ass. And yeah. like, yeah, and then think really... about how lovely that name the is. Point... What are you doing, yeah, guys? It, it's, it's a derogatory nickname. It's not like actually yeah. beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. And do you know, do you remember if uh, Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan also start off with a live-action book opening? I feel like one of them did. Yeah. It'd be weird if they kind of abandoned it after that, but I wonder... Cause like it was, it was. It seems more like an affectation in the 1950s. Cause like in the 30s and 40s, that seems like a more, more of an old timey thing. But the fact that they're still doing it like 20 years later seems kind of like <sighs> the Princess and the Frog. That has to open with a live action book thing, right? Cause I don't it, remember, the whole man. mission statement of the and I've never seen the Princess and the Frog. 
But it takes place more recently in New Orleans, so I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there's no reason you can't still have it. You know, instead of being an old, ancient, gilded book with jewels. Somebody on the cover, swipes open like, an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking about that last night. If Disney continues continues making animated features, and if you're doing the whole thing of like, oh, we're gonna remind you of your childhood when you used to read about these stories when you were a kid, it would be like, yeah, exactly. It would be a kid in bed hitting play on a Cinderella animated. Actually, if they wanted to re remake all these stories again in live action, like like 50 years from now, like a better live action remakes, it would totally be an iPad opening. I would love to see that, but. And, but this is not an iPad opening, it's an actual book and opens, and yeah, it's, it's... I don't know if Cinderella actually had a dad. Well, what, what, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you get to see a yeah. younger version do you not, of the I, dog? Is, your, is all of your knowledge of Cinderella from uh, Into the Woods? Yeah. And oh, like okay. I said, just what I've gleaned from people talking about this movie. But, yeah, that's right, because she doesn't even have a dad. In Into the Woods. She has a... No, she does. does she, she definitely has a dad. I'm pretty sure she I has a dad I know in they've the talked about how in the original version, like, the one thing I know about the original version is that supposedly, like, it takes place over the course of several nights with several balls, which is that what they also do in Into the Woods. And I guess... Um, oh, and this got me also reading, too, because I was looking up the history of Cinderella just as a story on Wikipedia last night, and I saw mm-hmm. that this was credited to Charles Perrault, which was... Man, it's weird the hell, like... I always think these fairy tales all just grew organically just from, like, cultural mythology. It's funny to think that, like, he, like so, no, someone sat down and said, uh, in this case, I guess it was Charles Perrault, who said, I'm going to write a story called Cinderella. This is going to happen, that's going to happen, and stuff. And I was reading about how, um, I had always heard that, quote-unquote, in the original version of Cinderella, that it was much more grim because, like, the, the, the stepsisters chop off their he- the heels of their feet, to get their feet to yeah. fit into the shoes, the heels and toes. Yeah, yeah, and that that's just, the, that didn't happen. I guess the brothers Grimm, like a hundred years after Peralt, when they did their own take on the story, they added that. So it's kind of funny to go mm. back and see what people claim is like in the original version. No, that was just like like someone else's take on it. So it's funny to think even like centuries ago, there are varying takes of the same classic story and stuff. But um, but yeah, I want to. That makes me. I used. I back in the day, I used to have a book about like the history of like fairy tales and children's stories and stuff like that. I need to dig that up. I guess that stuff was fascinating. But uh, anyway, but yeah, yeah they're, they're messed up fairy tales. Yeah, turns out and it's all and it's it's yeah fascinating to see how the stories change even between authors just separated by like a century, and how like yeah I guess in the original story it was more kind of clean and happy, and the brothers Grimm went in there like yeah no we, there's not enough blood we need to have body parts getting getting chopped off. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but instead of this, you just get, uh, so what? <laughs> so, Cinderella, Cinderella, I want to call her Cinderella, because that's the other thing I know about this movie. Yeah, it's fine, you can Cinderella, call her Cinderella. Cinderella. Um, I guess, yeah, Cinderella had a, a dad who was rich, because mm-hmm. he lives and in he a was fucking like... mansion. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, he had a wife, but he, she dead, yeah. so she a widower, and he's like, you know what, my daughter needs, uh, some kind of mother figure, so. Christ almighty. I think I'm gonna marry this lady who's, she is just giving off the most trustworthy vibes. I need- I've never, I've never met anybody who seems more nice and cool than ever. I love the first close-up you get of the stepmother in this movie. She's got this fucking fantastic sneer. Because it's, it's, and they, they, they quickly jump over, literally the dad's only in one shot in this movie, and then they say, oh, he died. And mm-hmm. then suddenly it's, it's, it's uh, Cinderella, she's in her bed, and she's like weeping, 
and you see the stepmom and the stepsisters like kind of in the shadow and suddenly goes into a close-up of the stepmom and she's looking at Cinderella while Cinderella's crying about her dead mom or uh, dead mm. dad and like yeah, the look on the stepmother's face is like mm, silly child tricks her for kids and she's just got this <laughs> such a great cartoony sneer I'm like wow they're not really wasting any time setting up what a fucking asshole this lady is yeah yeah um also too the, a little weird like they didn't like really bother design cinderella's face no she's all like they do the thing where she's just a generic quote-unquote pretty lady with like two little dots for nostrils now they even... do a better job with her eyes than i feel like they usually yeah. had done with ladies and i saw that one of the things about making this movie was um because Disney was so broke, they didn't have time to sit down and, like, do very super specific facial model sheets for Cinderella. So her face kind of changes depending on which scene then is being animated. Then why did they Spence, yeah. one of the nine old men, broke his wrist drawing the mom's face so much? That's Because her, her face is animated to Helen back. Because the, the, the stepmom was animated by Mark Davis, who, after this, suddenly becomes Disney's number one character designer. Because he's the one who... Uh, he ends up designing all the characters in Sleeping Beauty, and he ends up designing all, like, even not even in the films, but he ends up designing most of the character stuff and, like, in the Disney parks and stuff, too. Pretty much after this, Mark Davis steps, uh, steps up, and he's, like, Disney's new, like, A1 character designer. And, yeah, I see, he seems to be, like, the stepmom in this movie is his first, like, real. And you can totally see, um, this is, uh, my friend Dylan always talking about how, uh, it's it's funny that they got the same voice actor and this it's also this the lady who voiced the stepmom was also the lady who played the physical reference for the stepmom in this. So it's not only for her voice but her kind of physical attitude is it was just baked into the character. And she also wound up uh, doing exactly the same it's the same thing for Melissa uh, Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty, who was also you know designed and animated by Mark Davis. Yeah. And so you can totally see, like, <laughs> yeah, Stepmom and Maleficent shared, to totally share the, the same DNA on a couple fronts. But, yeah, it's so weird that, like, even Cinderella, she's not ugly or anything like that. She's just super bland. But, yeah, it's the, the, the Stepmom is totally the star in terms of, like, the animation and character uh, character design. This mm-hmm. yeah. So they all then did squander that man's fortune and the whole mansion turned into disarray, which it didn't really, no. judging from the inside and the future of the It got slightly movie, dusty, and it's weird because, yeah. like, Cinderella is stuck living in a part of the castle that's, like, medieval, even though the rest mm-hmm. of the castle seems to be, like, late 19th century. <laughs> like, yeah, because, like, I guess Cinderella is living in the attic that is still, like, all, like, wooden, wooden doors and shit like that and stonework. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but Cinderella kept just totes being cool and a totally nice person, even though everybody else was a complete asshole. She would be absolutely justified murdering everyone else in this movie, but I guess that's oh, the, yeah. her defining character trait, is that she's just so nice despite so many horrible things happening to her. Yeah. That and dressing small animals in clothes. <laughs> she makes all the tiniest hats and stuff. Um... I kind of wonder, watching this movie, I wonder if the guy who made the Smurfs was inspired to make the Smurfs after seeing the mice in this movie. Because even the mice, they're kind of the same size as Smurfs, and they only have different mm-hmm. personalities and stuff, and they even have, like, the, the backwards peasant caps with the point pointing forward, like the Smurfs have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. Uh-huh. But I love, it didn't even occur to me that Cinderella would be the one just, like, who had made all the, because all the birds are wearing shoes. 
<laughs> Which I can, okay, Man, yeah. hey, birth fee are hard to draw, okay? Yeah, well, that's the, this, this, this gets back to the thing I was talking about, how because the story of Cinderella is so bare, because it's all just about, like, a guy trying to find a lady who wears the same shoe. Like, it really just turns into, like, a story about the mice and the animals and stuff like that, so... And hey, is I this guess secretly this is... a story about a foot fetish? <sighs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, God. You know what? Maybe not, because I've I now that I think about it, I've not seen that much like foot fetish stuff about Cinderella. Online. No, 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 not the not. I mean the general story of Cinderella. Yeah, not that's what I'm saying. This Disney, though, but yeah. Film. Okay. Um, oh, I don't want to think about that. I did think <laughs> about how weird it would be to wear a glass slipper because if yeah. your sweet if your feet get sweaty and stuff, it would just become mm -hmm. visible. Through the glass, <laughs> like it could mm -hmm. be like, and also when you take your shoes off at the end of a night of dancing, you know the the, the slipper would just go slurp. <laughs> you can't wear socks or anything. I like the idea she would wear socks while wearing glass slippers. It would defeat the purpose <laughs> of wearing glass slippers. But... God, I just paused the movie now and away her malformed, unformed, fetal face is looking just. <laughs> God damn, you guys could just at least give her a nose for Christ's sakes. This thing where, like, animated women would just have two dots for noses never looks good. No, Ugh. never, ever. Well, yeah, so, so animals. She gets woken up by some birds yeah. wearing clothes. The birds don't talk, but she can understand them tweeting at her, I guess. Yeah. Why don't the birds get she... to talk if the mice can talk? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She had a dream. It was real hot. She can't tell them about it, though, because if you tell them about a wish, it won't come true. So instead, she's going to sing about how a wish is the dream your heart makes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the big song that came out of this movie. Yeah. Because I recognize the melody. But, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think it's and She's blasted. like, it's obviously working for me. Look at my terrific life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, no, so, I have nothing else to say because, like, I'm watching it yeah. now. There's like not a all lot the happening. Animals it's... get high on her singing, and the then the castle clock chimes, and she's like, "Piece of garbage, shut the fuck up!" Even it orders me around. Get up, get up! Can't yeah. stop me I from dreaming. Like no siree, Bob. I do like she complains a little bit about what's going on. It's not like she's like oblivious to her own suffering, I, which I at least appreciate. But she, again, she's just mm. a good enough person. She's not gonna really. I I I should hate this movie. But I don't. Some, I mean, maybe yeah. it's because we're living in 2020 I, and just the simple story of a care <laughs> of a person still remaining good after having the shit kicked out of her for so long seems like enough of itself, like an inspirational fairy tale that, like, maybe if I'd seen this a couple years ago, this would be more like, oh my god, why doesn't she actually be more proactive in this situation? Yeah. But, I was watching it being like, Bill might hate these mice. I'm unsure. I'm mice are cute. I love Gus. Mm. Gus, 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 Gus. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the cat. Just because the cat is just, well, like, generically evil, and it's not, like, yeah. Yeah. But, so, so she goes to wake up her mom and the evil cat, I guess? Well, first the boy animals get shooed out of the room, because they don't get to see a naked human lady. Oh, Who I didn't catch that part. Okay, yeah. Well, the lady animals bathe her, she gets dressed. Oh, yeah, you get this, mm. and they do a really weird effect where she's still singing while the birds dump water over her head, and they mm -hmm. try to do kind of a funny thing where they try to garble her audio track while she's singing, but they do it artificially, because you think to make to really sell the gag what you do, you would have the actress singing and then have her gargle some water in the middle, but instead they try to, like, artificially manipulate the sound to kind of make it look like it's water. It sound like it's water. It's just a weird. I see. I understand what gag they were. Maybe even in 1950 it worked. But like now, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. But I forgot we get to see a little bit of naked Cinderella. No wonder I like this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but so uh other mice come inside and are like hey cinderella there's there's a new mouse in the house but he's trapped in the mouse trap or whatever so she runs down in there to help him out put some clothes on him because mice should wear clothes and feel the shame that the, oh, ma- yeah, the humans feel. You weren't kidding about the clothes thing. I forgot that they actually get to see her, like, bequeath clothes onto one of the mice. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So J- Jacques, Jacques goes on to explain that Zoot Zoot, Zoot Zoot Cinderella, Zoot Zoot, I don't know. <laughs> this is, isn't this the only part where he's doing that? Like, French, I, I guess because say- it's supposed where to be, he's like, saying, like, French Zoot Zoot Cinderella, Zoot Zoot. I wonder if it's supposed to be like Zootalors or something like that, and like they just decided to like, yeah. Also, this movie's supposed to be French, but like, mm. I saw someone and, online. And, and then he just, I don't know. He's it, it's just a weird. Look at little guy, Raka easy. Nothing worry about. We like you, Cinderella Raka you. She real nice. That the better. What is going on here? Yeah. I kind of wonder if they were just, like, wanted to do the Chip and Dale thing of, like, you kind of understand what they're talking about, they're sped up, but maybe hmm. they were worried that, like, the characters would be too under ununderstandable if they did exactly, like, the Chip and Dale thing by speeding up voices, so they just had hmm. someone kind of sound like they were kind of sped up, like, by, like, Cinderella, Cinderella, but, like, yeah, and so, but that kind of leads to just random utterances from the mice a lot, <laughs> like, yeah, so yeah. they're just saying something like, zoot, 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 so, and they're also kind of doing half mice, half French person shtick so hence the zoot zoot and yeah gus gus i don't know if like the idea of like when you're speaking french you just repeat the same consonants over and over again that's the point of the zoot zoot gus gus stuff but yeah i do like so he is close they're a bit snug because he's chubby it's funny it's weird too because she like names him like octavius or something like that but gus for short i don't know how you get gus out of octavius the fuck is going on here yeah so uh hey cinderella why do you have rodent traps in your house if they're your friends? Yeah, unless it's the stepmom and the stepsisters laying them. But you know they're not going to lay them. But it's they're in her be... tower. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a Disney fairy tale, so it's not going to stand up to any kind of cynicisms. Cinema sins, criticisms. Oh, God, that is a bitch to say. Cinema sins, criticisms. Uh, but yeah. I never think about yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if she has the power to befriend any mice. You'd think, mm-hmm. if anything, it'd be like, she should have like a little welcome mat laid out saying, I am a friend to mice. Come here and I will help you. And she I lives in a mansion, so it's all. not like she's like dying for like cheese to give the, the, the she could feed all the, the mice in France if she wanted to, but yeah. So she leaves and uh, Jacques warns Gus about a cat because he sucks. Lucifer? Cinderella goes around the house, opening windows, starting the day. Yeah. While everybody else in the house is just lazy sack of shit, sleeping in. Yeah, because it's like, it's like middle of the afternoon, it almost seems like, yeah. She wakes up Lucifer to feed him. Because if there's one thing you... She, like, opens the stepmom's door and is like, Lucifer, come on. Man, you can't get a cat up like that. That's what are you not... doing, Cinderella? I mean, maybe that speaks to how evil the stepmom is that she's able to, like browbeat this cat into sleeping peacefully next to her in a cat bed, like, next to her bed all night long without getting up and, like, wrecking havoc on the house, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that Gus sees the cat and is like, <laughs> come on, guys, I'll beat the crap out of him, he ain't scary. He's cute. But Jacques tells him, hey, no, serious matter here, so serious business. <laughs> There's also a hound dog. Bruno. Yeah, who it really exists just to be, like, a plot device at the very end of the movie, because I was wondering... Yeah. When he dreams dog. about killing that cat, but Cinderella scolds him 
about dreaming about killing that cat. But you just sang a song about how you dream, <laughs> wishes is a dream, Touché. heartmates or whatever. Man, come on. I I Let the poor dog dream about killing that I cat. I just imagine you being teleported in the Disney uh, story conference room. <laughs> just showed up like, why did it, it make no sense? Oh, come on, motherfuckers. Yeah. Why you do this to the puppers? Why the puppers let him dream? He got his own dreams. Yeah. So, um, even the nicest lady around can't find a nice thing to say about that ding-dong cat. Yeah. He sucks ass. And the cat gets all offended. This is the thing where, like, the cat's, like, fucking with the dog, and, like, he's, well, like, over Well, it here. makes the dog laugh that she's like, That's I don't know what what's is. good about him. And so he lays on his back and scratches Bruno's face, and Bruno snarls at him, and Cinderella's like, what are you doing, Bruno? Now you gotta go outside. You gotta be cool. And yeah. then she gives Lucifer some milk, because I guess she loves cleaning up cat diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to give cats uh, milk, because that's bad. It makes them go <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I've learned the hard way that cats, like, if you're going <laughs> to give cat milk, give them, like, a tiny little, like, thimble. Like, don't give them, like, mm. don't let them drink as much as they want to. Yeah. yeah. So she puts on her hot wooden clogs and goes out to feed the chickens. <laughs> the mice decide they want food, too, so they got to sneak past the cat. Jack decides one of them. Can, we'll chase him to the corner. He can hide in a hole, and the other ones can sneak out and get food, or whatever. God, this is really like we're almost like twenty minutes can't, into the movie, and this is still just like so much. Can't, yeah. What? What? Can't Cinderella just give you guys some food? Yeah. Why well, you gotta go steal from the chickens? If she's supporting an entire like mouse community in the house, you think she would just have like a thing of like, okay, here's your guys' cheese for the day or whatever, like, mm -hmm. and like it's it's weird that she would like take these mice in and support them but not like do anything to feed them so they're forced to like wrestle with the cat every day for food yeah because they all seem so, to live in her bedroom yeah like yeah it's not like i'm sure like the mom and the stepsister and the, like there's probably enough food to go around she could easily just sneak some cheese upstairs but yeah yeah because yeah. you so, know it's got to uh, be cheese because it's a disney movie they're not gonna eat anything else it's always gonna be cheese they wrap their France. tails France, they wrap their tails together and all hop away with Jacques Lapp holding his own tail. Oh, I do. Yeah. I, I have always liked the way he waves goodbye while going back and forth between slap, uh, <laughs> smiling and sadness. This is. I tried to read the trivia and uh oh, uh, errors thing on IMDb, and like the first thing I saw was like, Jack would have felt his hand on his own tail and would have known not to pick it or something like that. I'm like, oh yeah, it's just this person deserves it's a just gonna be kick, quick. Kick to the groin. It's just going to be the most, like, yeah, this is the hardcore Disney fans just literally picking apart every little thing about this movie. It's like, okay, yeah. It's a fucking animated fairy tale. It gives a shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do you remember? I think the one thing I remember Jack and Gus from, I think there was, like, a McDonald's promotion in the mid-80s where if, like, you could go in and, like, for Christmas, they had, like, little plush Jack and Gus dolls that you can get with, like, your Happy Meal or something like that. I think that's my abiding memory of Jack and Gus, and I didn't realize they were in this movie. So maybe I'm just kind of predispositioned to, like, their, their hijinks just because of that old memory, but... I'm sorry, maybe? I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, that just occurred to me. I'm just there like, why does that seem familiar, Jack and Gus and all their stuff, but... I mean, yeah. So anyway. They've been a part of Disney forever, so anyhow... <sighs> He goes outside, sneaks up on Lucifer, kicks his elbow out, he falls in his mouth, then they give chase, and he goes to the hole, and the other mice are able to sneak out and get corn from the chickens and horses. 1987, uh, yeah, Christmas tree, uh, plush McDonald's ornaments with uh, Jack and Gus. 
So yeah, when Hooray. I was 12 years old, I was right on the money. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> okay. And it's like, I never even had them. I just remember seeing the commercials at Christmas and being like, oh, such a nice thing. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shoots some chickens away so they can get the corn. Lovely. Nice. I do like how mm. nicely drawn and animated the corn is. Like little wedges of corn feed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it looked like I was like, oh, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's pretty good corn. That's all I have to say about Cinderella is nicely animated corn. Great corn. God. Anyway, so yeah, what else? You should put up an IMDb review of this movie. It's three stars and it just says nice corn. It's either that or it's got to be a goddamn Red Robin 69 review where it's like, I, I have to go through like four paragraphs of shtick where it's just a ra endlessly ramble about how great the corn is and how I grew up on a farm and I always wondered about how wouldn't it be great to do animated corn someday in a future. But nope, Disney beat me to the punch and now I can die happy knowing that someone put a good chicken feed in a shut up little tired go let let daniel talk you're fine so she has so. to go drop off food at the, at the, the bedrooms right yeah. yeah yeah the other the other mice go inside as uh jack uses a hat to distract lucifer some more gus comes back carrying too much corn and he drops them everywhere like they're limes not sure how to hold them all it's <laughs> then the cat hears it starts stalking him jack's not able to distract him and then shenanigans mm -hmm. pushes a broom onto that cat's head whatever get them they get away eventually again like i said most of this movie is just cat and mouse hijinks so like i said we're like yep. 20 minutes in the movie and this has been it so far yeah so stepsisters start ringing their bells and screaming for cinderella <laughs> so there's so. a thing of like teacups where she has to get the yeah. tea ready gus and... leans against one who could having escaped and then lucifer lifts it up and he goes underneath it before it becomes a shell game. Yeah. yeah and she can blah, 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 blah. The teacups are taken away with their morning tea. Yeah. And it's it's great because you get to see Cinderella. She goes up the steps with, like, all three trays. Like, one on her, one in her head and one in each hand. And Lucifer knows that Gus is beneath the teacup for one of those plates of, of food. And so he follows her up there. He thinks he knows which one... Gus is under, so he goes to grab it. Right before he grabs it, though, Cinderella's shoe randomly falls off, and so she has to turn around and put her shoe back on, which swaps... Why are her feet so slippery? <laughs> she wakes up every morning and butters her feet. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot less problems in life, because she didn't, like, butter her feet every morning. Mm -hmm. It's the butter that should have gone on the corn, but no, it goes on her corns on her feet. But, yeah. <laughs> but so, anyway, but yeah, she turns around, so it's the wrong thing, and, like, she, Gus Gus is no longer underneath the cup, and Lucifer yeah. freaks out and shoots himself, and I can't remember what else <laughs> happens, but... Mm -hmm. You know what? I have to admit, they did a really good job of designing the stepsisters to be thoroughly unattractive and horrible people. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, monstrously looking ugly, but, like, the one's just got too much of a big chin, and the other one's got too much of an upper lip. Obviously designed who by whoever designed the Queen of Hearts in uh, mm. in uh, Alice in Wonderland, because it's totally that same kind of, like, just good, subtle ugliness, which I always appreciate, without being monstrous, which is a nice... Not everyone can pull that off. But they yeah. look, like, homely enough, but, like, realistic enough. I'm like, okay, yeah, you, know, you see people like that all the time in real life. As a professional homely person, I appreciate that. It's yeah. the subtle things 
like so subtle. Like you, 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 yeah, you don't want to like actually give people snaggle tooth, but you just kind of like yeah, just not enough of a chin or too much so, of a nose can do a lot just to make someone look like. Yeah. yeah. Do you prefer them to be ugly on the outside and inside, or do you like it when it's kind of just their evil stepsisters, not necessarily repulsive to look at? It depends on how it's executed, because. It really depends on, like, what the moral of the story is and stuff. Like, like you don't want to necessarily make them... Like I said, you don't, like, even if they're ugly, you don't want to make them hideously ugly. Mm -hmm. But also, that, 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 that does make it suggest that, like... It, <sighs> yeah, making the stepsisters ugly on the outside, too, while making Cinderella supernaturally beautiful... Also, it distracts from the idea that, like, it's more about what's on the inside that really matters. And it becomes more of a, like... It's more, if, if anything, it's more interesting if all the women just look normal. They, like, not, not, like, explicitly beautiful or ugly, but, like, like the story is more about their inner steel than it is, like, anything on the outside. Of course, but, like, because it's a Disney movie, of course they're gonna make the, the awful stepsisters ugly. It's interesting, like, the stepmom, they didn't necessarily make ugly. She's very, obviously, like, tightly wound. But she does have Dracula's hairdo. <laughs> it's, yeah, but like, it's interesting. She's the quote unquote the most evil person in the movie, but she's not necessarily unattractive. She's older, so her face is more lined. But they could have totally made her like a big fat, like. <laughs> but no, if anything, she's super. Like, you could see actually the stepmom would have been hot when she was younger, maybe. But maybe. like, I don't know. But it really, really depends know. on what you're trying to do with the story and how much mm. distraction you want to, I don't know, how you lean on different elements and stuff like that. But it could work either way. So, Cinderella drops off the morning tea to everybody in their respective rooms. They all dump their laundry on her. Sweaty, gross, old-timey laundry. Yeah. And um, then, um, actually, uh -huh. just, uh, one last little bit about bit about the animation and ugliness uh there's a couple times where like like mark davis goes out of his way to draw the stepmother's like her on the inside of the eye where like you get the crust when you wake up in the morning this the 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 the, the little like tear duct like they go out of, he goes out of her way to draw her that part of the eye which you don't do if you're trying to draw a beautiful like there's a little bit too much extra attention uh paid to like uh uh biological details which becomes mm. distracting and kind of grotesque in animation that you skip over that stuff if you want if you want someone to look ethereally beautiful and i like there's a couple little details like that he goes out of his way to intentionally incorporate into the stepmom to again not make her look ugly but like a little too realistic for this world so there's something a little extra off-putting it's, it's almost like intentionally dipping the toe towards the uncanny valley a little bit but i don't know if that was even a conscious thing on mark davis's part or if he just thought like i don't know this is, i don't know shut up but monkey pants so lucifer the cat waits till he hears a scream goes to that door grabs gus as he makes tries to make his escape from under the door mm -hmm. then her shitty stepsisters come out all ugly and yelling about how she did it With on porpoise big bony feet i paused it at just the right time i couldn't take a screenshot but i took a photo on my phone because of cinderella it should be a meme i don't know why it is it looks like they told her to smell their finger oh she yeah coiling at it yeah i just sent it to you oh uh, let's see Cinderella look at her face she looks like she's stoned so she doesn't quite know what's going on and she's because she's like the stepsister's fingers in her face but she's kind of looking off in the off her distance while also shirking back at the same time mm -hmm. so it's like yeah maybe is the smell or she and or she's just stoned but yeah that's yeah. pretty funny 
Oh. It's hard to read any emotions on Cinderella's face because she's only she's barely got any facial features. Yeah, so they go and tattle on her and mommy like the big girls they are. And while they go be assholes, she lifts Lucifer. Lucifer, Lucifer. Wow, <laughs> turning the cat up here. Uh huh. Yeah. And he's able to escape, and then the stepmother calls her in, and uh, this. Nasty, nasty woman. So nasty. She says that if since you got time for practical jokes, I guess you got time to clean. So now clean everything. And ooh, also give that evil cat a bath. That's it, yeah. Just, just to put a button on the scene. The so like... it's not all evil and sad. It's also just got the kitties there. <laughs> yeah, this is, well, this is the first and last time we really get to see exactly like what kind of stuff they're making. Uh, Cinderella dupe even before they start adding extra shit under her workload later just to kind of distract her uh, Make it impossible for her to attend the ball But it is like isn't this thing where like Cinderella's like oh I already did those tapestries and she's like I don't care wash them again and go do this and go do that and Really is just a laundry list of just like bullshit. It's like oh my god fucking lady Christ It is I saw This is one of the few times I looked at the extra features on the Disney Plus version of this movie and they had a couple deleted scenes, and one of the deleted scenes was... Well, not even deleted scenes, but it was just, like, you know, storyboards for an alternate opening that they didn't use. And uh, the storyboards for the alternate opening they didn't use did include... It starts off right at the beginning with Cinderella. She's singing a song where she a actually does say, like, Why don't I just leave if this is so bad? And I can't mm. remember what the why they hand-waved that away, but I do like the fact that at least at some point in some version of this movie they did address, like, she could just go. She's an adult. Yeah. She can just leave. But I, I you know the joke is that she says, I would go, but I've got so much work to do. I don't have the time. So she's so busy. Mm. She can't run away, which I thought that was actually kind of a clever little thing. But yeah, Cute. but it still does leave the practical question of like, I mean, granted, if she left, she'd be broken penniless on the streets. Maybe, you know, she'd be in a worse off position than if she's just working in this nice big mansion. But like, I don't know. Why yeah, but she's hot. The so, bigger you know, question is, why doesn't she just fucking poison her mom and her stepsisters, and then she gets to inherit everything, gets to live in the place by herself, murder, uh, murder the cat? Got yeah. Um. Hey, how bad did her dad fuck up that he didn't leave everything to her? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? In fairy tale European law. Like, who, who knows how that shit works, but, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway. And, well, I'm kind of surprised this movie, because if almost anyone else, I wonder if this is even a thing that Disney would have even thought of. Um, but you think, if you really wanted to punch up the drama as much as possible, you would insinuate that the stepmom had the dad killed just to get mm. at his money. Because, like, it's one thing if they were just living in a normal house, and it was just like, okay, well, the, the, step, the, the dad got married to a stepmom, and she was... And she just happened to turn out to be evil. But the fact that, like, the stepdad was obviously super rich that everyone's living in this mansion does suggest, like, you can't ignore the potential that the stepmom did, went out and murdered the dad to inherit all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's kind of wild. I mean, granted, I know this is a movie for kids, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised the movie never even kind of even, like, even... Even if it flew over the kids' heads, I'm kind of surprised the movie never kind of, like, even suggests that, like, maybe she had something to do with the dad passing away. So, especially so quickly after they yeah, got well, married. They don't really have time for plot in this. It's kind of just, like, <laughs> an excuse to do cute animal God shit. forbid they actually in introduce another story element that is not just about the goddamn the mice and the cats, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
Go ahead, I'm sorry. So, then we go off to the castle overlooking everything, where King is throwing a crown out through his window and uh, everything else at the Duke. <laughs> okay. Is it, what, which, which castle is in which park? Because one of the, is it, Walt Disney? I believe... Is it Sleeping I, Beauty's castle in Disneyland and... I believe so. And Cinderella's castle is in Walt Disney World, I guess? Yes, I believe so. Because it's funny, because, like, like, looking at this castle here... This one, I, like, I was looking at both castles last night on the internet, like, the the, the, the actual, at the parks, and I was like, it doesn't look quite like that, but... Yeah, because yeah. in Cinderella, this castle they're living in is always, like, super tall spires, even, like, compared to other Disney castles that would appear in later Disney films, but that's neither here nor there, but anyway. Now, anyhow, he's mad, because he wants grandkids. He's lonely. He wants them before he dies. That's His it. His son's... His son is some romantic type asshole and keeps yeah. growing more and more distant from him. So he got a great idea. Okay, he's gonna have his kids coming home, and he's gonna use his excuse to throw him a welcome back ball. But he's gonna be all tricky dicky with him and invite all the ladies in the land. Yeah, because we'll because the prince is even in the scene. It's just the king talking to his like chief advisor who's wearing the monocle. Which I guess was played mm. by the same guy, so they're totally doing like a Mr. Burns, Mr. Smithers being voiced by the same person, kind of like, you know, mm. uh, thing going on. Um, also interesting, too, because I, I, this being a Disney fairy tale, I assume this took place during the medieval, like somewhere in medieval Europe. And like the king, his costume and everything like that. Well, the costume of all the guys in this movie kind of really suggests this is a uh, like late, late 19th century. It's, oh, and also with the stepmom, she's kind of dressed more like the music man than she is like medieval times, which I thought was kind of cool, but. Um, so, I think they just made a fairy tale. Well, type I know they're I don't not really close to. to people have also pointed out that this seems to take place in France, but like everything else, like the 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 the, the mansion and everyone's clothing, kind of suggests it's like the 1800s, which that would not be France because France murdered their aristocracy. So this is like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. But I've seen some people suggest this makes more sense if it's taking place in Germany in the 1800s. Mm. But as again, it's a fairy tale. It's a Disney. You're not supposed to think about that that much. But yeah. Anybody have a stereotype for liking feet? <laughs> Why? What's up? Well, I just meant for the feet thing in uh, Cinderella. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, like a stereotype. Like Germans love feet. Oh, but I they see. They don't. They love scat. Um. Uh, well, the French love stinky things because they love cheese, right? Ah, so you think if anything, true. the French yeah. would be all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the toes. Do, do we ever see if Cinderella has got armpit hair? Ha ha ha. Oh, and she's taking a bath. Hey, what the fuck was that, man? What? Back in the 80s with everybody being like, French women are hairy. That was the go-to, especially like any kind of what was that or anything like that. Did they make a joke of that National Lampoon's European Vacation? I don't know. I've never seen that shit. Oh, re well, of course, because you hate John Hughes. There is a great thing where they go to like Germany and the More lady. Chevy Chase, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. They go to Germany. A lady randomly takes her top off while making out with the sun, which I always thought was like, wow, German ladies are pretty loose, especially when they're dressed in lederhosen. But, um, <laughs> what are we saying? Oh, and then fucking Cinderella. Uh, she she washes floors for ten minutes while bubbles happen. <laughs> Well, okay. The movie's so, trucking on while we're talking, and like literally right. nothing has happened, but suddenly there's bubbles. But, yeah. Well, he just wants his son to get his. Dick oh, okay. Wet. I forgot. Okay, yeah. He so wants to kid. get him some grandkids. He doesn't care who it's with. He just wants grandkids. Yeah. So he's gonna make a uh, big old ball, biggest around tonight. Fucking. It is that night. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Damn, man. I know you're a king, but you should know a big <laughs> grand party takes more than 
eight hours to Especially because it's, if it's fairy tale medieval times, you're going to need a day or two to hunt, like, all the deer or whatever you're going to be serving as the main course. Like, yeah, you need give your... I know you're king, but give your staff a little prep time here, buddy. And it's not like you can survive an extra day without grandchildren. You do realize that even if your son meets someone tonight and they start fucking literally tonight, you're still going to have to wait nine months for those kids to pop out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't go away. The gummy bears will be right back. Using all the magic at his command, Walt Disney brings you his wondrous all-cartoon feature, Cinderella. Sparkling with pure enchantment, filled with lasting enjoyment, and overflowing with unforgettable entertainment. The thingamabob that does the job is Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. Oh, Sonic and Dora, magic-a-boo, oh, There's also the fun of fascinating and humorous Disney characters who bring to life Cinderella's exciting story. Meet Jacques, Gus Gus, and Lucifer. And there's the magic of music in some of the happiest melodies ever heard. Is a wish your heart makes when so this is love so this is what makes So it's Cinderella's place. Her sisters are practicing their musical chops, singing Sweet Nightingale. They suck ass. Yeah. But don't worry. Cinderella's down to her scrub of the floor, and Disney still fucking loved the shit out of Bubbles. <laughs> so she sings some while Bubbles fly around. I, I mean, it does look pretty. Because she's singing, and the bubbles happen, and then suddenly her reflection is in a thousand bubbles. And it does look pretty, but I also wonder how much of that is Disney just showing off. Like, look at all the line art mileage here. The pencil mileage here is ridiculous. Because you've got, like, a dozen copies of Cinderella, like, scrubbing the floors and all these bubbles and stuff like that. And even just, like, watching that now, I'm just like, oh my god. This, is like, this scene is, like, specifically designed to punish the animators. Um, mm -hmm. Which is funny, too, because I was like, because, like, the movie was kind of, like, made... Uh, while Disney didn't have that much money, um, I did see that the animators were talking about they were uh, really <laughs> discouraged to like try to stage the scenes from kind of any interesting angles that would require a lot of extra animation work, and specifically because 
they wanted the, the animation to be as cheap as fast as possible. Like, this movie, I don't want to say rotoscope, because everyone can, tends to confuse what rotoscoping actually means, but they yeah. wanted to be, the animation to be as driven by live-action reference as possible. Uh, and that's actually most what, if you were, like, most of the live-action stuff is, you can totally tell how it's, like, made not it's not necessarily traced or directly rotoscope, but you can totally see how most of the movements of, like, the mom and stepsister and everything are, like, you like you know, you can, see, you can almost see the actors on stage where they were referencing that footage. Of course, uh, all the animal stuff, which is actually most of the movie, of course they couldn't do live-action reference for that, but... I, well, I was gonna make a point there about the staging Did of the you? scene... Hmm. About, but like, well, anyway, they said that it was kind of like ironically, despite it being like a fantasy, fairy tale, animated mm -hmm. Disney movie, they weren't allowed to treat any of the scenes with the live action or with the, with the actual human characters in any way that you wouldn't just stage it like you would like an actual normal movie, because that's just the way they like they shot the reference footage. So they had to kind of stick to the angles of the mm. character shot with the reference footage. So you couldn't suddenly have the camera suddenly like way up above, like looking down on the characters or anything like that. Cause they didn't have reference footage. They could essentially trace yeah. from, but it is interesting. Cinderella and her stepmom are the only like not horrible mutant freaks. Yeah. Like everybody else is very cartoony, but yeah. Cinderella and her stepmom, they're like, Nope, they look like peoples. Yeah. Also, but it's weird too. Cause the sisters are more cartoony. But if you look how they're mm -hmm. moving, you can kind of totally tell how there was live-action reference used from it. But then they have kind of the monster feet and faces, which yeah. kind of lends to the fact that they look extra gross. Again, mm -hmm. kind of almost intentionally towing near the Uncanny Valley with that stuff. But So what happens? I'm sorry, I totally... Oh, so it bubbles and, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so she's just singing about cleaning and... What the someone knocks on the door, it's the royal postman or whatever. Yep, handing out invitations to the ball like they're candy. Yeah. If you've got a vagina, we want you on that dance floor. <laughs> Which is like that's literally what's going on. If you're under yep. if yeah, if you're between the ages of like fifteen and forty five, we want you at this ball. Um and they do also set up like the mice. Uh, they pop out of the wall right next to the door, kind of setting up the fact that the mice have their own like network within the house that they could travel through the walls and stuff like that, which becomes a little bit of a plot point later. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> Cinderella interrupts their music lessons, and uh, I guess they're playing Mozart too. Each other up. So people point out this has to take place after Mozart, which was which oh, we've learned from mm, Amadeus yeah. the movie took place in 1984. Mm-hmm. So, so they they all find out that the king is having the ball and the prince and the marriage and stuff, and Cinderella's like, "Hey, I'm going too." It's royal command. They said every eligible maiden, and I am eligible as fuck. Well, that's one of the sisters says that in a way that kind of suggests like she's just yeah. Oh no, I don't want to think about how horny that lady is, but like that. And it doesn't say no uggos, so <laughs> I guess we're all going. So the stepmom's like, yeah, yeah, it does say. I, I guess you can go <laughs> if you get all your work done. And Cinder's like, hell yeah, I betrayed my whole life for this one moment to do the chores and leaves. And the sisters are like, WTF, mom? And she's like, I said if, didn't I? <laughs> How slow were audiences in 1950s, even little kids, that they had to make such a meal out of like, I said if, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, if. Like, maybe it's because I only know this. Maybe you're only, this is your first time seeing the Cinderella story that's like a shocking revelation. But I'm like, yeah, no, no shit, she said if. Oh. <laughs> I so, love, yeah. Cinderella. Cinderella's got an old shitty dress her dead mom wore one Did time. Did she specifically say that? 
Like the dead mom? Well, yeah, thing? she's like, it was my mom's dress. Oh, that's fucked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm gonna sew it up so it don't look like Garbo. And, uh, I'll be the, the, the one, the chick that everybody looks at at the ball that wore her own handmade dress. Great. Her sister wow. screamed for her, so she has to leave. And now the mice are gonna sing a song about how everybody's always screaming at Cinderella. Very sad. This is this big Cinderella song, and that's the other thing I know, just because, like, a Cinderella, yeah. Cinderella, you know. There's a point where Jack is a realist and is like, those assholes aren't going to keep her busy all day. She's not going to get to go. She's not going to finish the dress in time. What are you guys doing here? Come on. And the other mice are like, fuck that. We'll finish the dress for her. We can do it. This house is infested with enough vermin. We can make a whole dang dong dress for her. They do. It's like the birds are... Like, uh-huh. putting the sash on, and the mice are, like, sewing from the inside, and... Jack uh, is excited. He's like, oh, I'm gonna do the sewing. But another lady's like, leave the sewing to some women. <clears throat> hey, old-timey sexist yeah, mouse, get so, out of here. Yeah, it's all the bird. <laughs> it's all the female birds and mice are suddenly sewing. And, yeah, we'll do the sewing, you get the trimming, or something like that, you know. Which, hey, yeah, mm. welcome to 1950 Disney movie. That's not a big surprise, but... Oh, and so, but that's the... So that Jack and Gus decide to go out and actually get supplies from essentially raiding the ugly sister's bullshit right yeah so um jack and gus head down to get the trimmings and these asshole chicks just dumping clothes all over cinderella and after she leaves they yell about how oh, i hate our old clothes this sash sucks ass these beads are terrible i can't stand them. to look at these green beans anymore yeah and throw them on the ground and the mice are like hey we can use those sure why not so they grab a sash try to escape lucifer is there he wakes up chase him doesn't catch him they see the beads on lucifer sits on him with his fat cat ass it's a lot of pointed <laughs> cat ass animation in this movie yeah he's very pointedly puts his butt on there is waiting for the mice to come back and try to grab it yeah yeah, Jacques gets the idea to go take buttons off of something to distract Lucifer, but he just scoots over there with the beads under his butt. It is cute. That's gotta is, feel weird. It almost feels like they uh, had, like, a Chip and Dale short, like, with all these gags that they were like, eh, let's just take this, let's plant this wholesale into, into the Cinderella cartoon. We'll just have them fighting the cat, but, yeah. Shenanigans happen. Beads spill everywhere. They get away. Eventually, they get movie. back to the mont. Yeah, yeah, they get a mount back to the montage of the mice making the clothes, and the big chalk climb chimes eight, and everybody's rolling up to the castle. The local carriage company is doing overtime today. They're making their yearly sales in a God, day. God, I can imagine, yeah, like fucking Uber in this place is just fucking making a mint in that one night. Cinderella's all just, bummed out. You'd think the king would send, mm. like, buses out to pick up, because mm-hmm. the whole point is to pick up, unless it's an extraordinarily tiny kingdom. Like, yeah, you'd think you'd literally be trying to, like, bus women in from every part of the country but yeah so uh cinderella's bummed out she tells her shitty family she's not going and mopes up to her room the party was probably gonna suck ass anyway but what's this surprise it's a quasi ugly dress sewn by rodents hurrah she runs down in her new gown looking as great as in her pink dress as molly ringwald did at the end of pretty in pink yeah. aka not that great. I was kind of confused because I know the whole fairy godmother thing's coming up. So I'm like, do they actually do the like the multiple balls thing in this movie? Because like, did she go to the first night like she's in like in this homemade dress? And like, no, of course not, because the fucking ugly stepsisters have to be super petty 
and they suddenly decide mm -hmm. to tear off her fucking dress. Which, watching this, yeah. I'm like, that okay. That part's mine. This part's yeah, mine. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah, because the one recognizes mm -hmm. the beads, the other one recognizes the sash. And so... Why would you wear greenish-blue beads with a pink dress, Cinderella? Come yeah, on. Yeah, what happens when colorblind animals make your dress? <laughs> That's fair. Um, fair point. And also, like, you know, you have to ignore all the, all, all the mouse turds, like, on the dress and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I, I meant to point this out before. It's one thing in this movie I genuinely don't like. And it's the mice tails are just thin lines. They didn't, like, mm. bother to draw, like, actual, like, meaty tails. Like, it's just, like, strings hanging out of their butts. Which, I get it. That's a lot easier for the animators when you go, Okay, I need to draw this mouse tail. One strip line. But, like, it just, just looks stupid. I don't want to throw that. That's not a hair. But so, anyway, they strip uh, Cinderella naked in a scene that turned me on in ways I can't, uh, have not begun uh -oh. to articulate yet. Oh, no. No, no, but she's so left in rags. Yeah, yeah, they and she runs outside to weep under the weeping willow because man, she hates weeping alone. Oh, is that? The and then joke? ghostly voices sing about. Have faith in your yeah, this. I don't know if Cinderella is like shut up, man. It's those Disney voices though, that Disney choir, which is such like mm -hmm. a hallmark of these movies though. It's a little weirder to hear it like in better recorded 1950s audio, because like this is all over like Snow White and Peter Pan or uh, Snow White and uh, Pinocchio and stuff like of like like they always have this very specific choir sound in all these movies. But yeah, so they're essentially like weeping for Cinderella, which is kind of interesting. And yeah, and like yeah, yeah she's in the middle all... of these grounds of this palatial mansion too, which is still kind of funny that we're so, <laughs> so, so sympathetic for this lady and like, oh poor rich girl, and like had this giant estate that you know, her mm -hmm. family owns. And granted, she's like fucked up by her family, but still kind of funny how yeah. big this place is. Yeah. And then it all forms into her fairy godmother, and she's like, I'm here to help you go to the ball. I'm your fairy godmother. And Cinderella's like, hey, where you been for the last <laughs> ten years of my life, asshole? This is how you helped me? I could have used more help. I could have used some magic during the years and years of systematic abuse I've had gotten. Come on. Right, you didn't need to do this. All you didn't need to do was give me a gun years ago, and I could have <laughs> fixed this situation myself. Yeah, I'm of course from the, the fairy godmother's perspective. She's make this is how she's helping out. If she can only help Cinderella once, this is the way you help her out is by like letting her become the next you know princess and get out of the family and stuff like that. But yeah, if you're really worried about like protecting Cinderella at the best possible moment, like or maybe cure her dad of the disease that killed him or whatever happened. I there's, yeah I mean if you're thinking if you're thinking like that way there's multiple chances for the, the fairy godmother to have helped out Cinderella before this. But. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I was just gonna say bibbity bobbity boo and <laughs> make a a coach out of a pumpkin and I do love the animation of the pumpkin coming to life and rolling down the hill and it's all got like the yeah. big wrinkly leaves and stuff. It looks really good. I can totally see why everyone. Like, you know, this this always gets taken out of this movie and held up as, like, this great piece of Disney animation. It is really good, this whole sequence. Yeah. She changes the mice into horse and the horse into a coachman and finally he'll be the one to do the whipping. Hurrah, hurrah. Oh, I didn't get that, yeah. Bruno the dog will be a footman. And Cinderella's like, hey, this is cool and all, but hey, a dress? Because, man, this shit's whack I look like here. a hobo. And then she's so this, the, the fairy godmother is like bimimi shimimini shmoo, and now she got a dress with glass slippers and everything. Super comfy, thanks. Yeehaw. 
It is God, a nice... Godmother's like, hey, you gotta be home by 12, though, because the smell's broken. Everything goes back to looking like shit again at that time. Yeah. I do like the design so she for heads off. her new dress and everything like that. It is It is nice that even though, like I said, like they never really nailed down a specific character design for Cinderella, but like she does clean up really good, and it does like nice... Like, you do feel nice for this character, because she has been so beat down throughout her whole life. It is like, okay, I'm glad she actually gets to enjoy herself for 10 seconds. And yeah, she goes off in the in the coach, and they do one cool thing while she's driving through the town to the castle, where they uh, suggest that the cat, like the coach, is actually like interior, like illuminated within itself, because they do a cool mm. thing while she's going through, yeah, going through the town, and you can see like the light bouncing off of through the dark streets, like from the the coach. Which is it's like like it's glow in the dark or something like that. I thought that was really cool. Like I know they did a live action remake of this movie a couple of years ago, and I can't imagine it's any good. But I would hope they like th to see someone try to replicate that in live action would be interesting. But yeah, yeah. So she heads off to the ball. Mm -hmm. Prince is being introduced to so many dames, but he's bored out of his mind, just openly yawning in front of. Him. Look at his dad, like really. I mean, he, to be to be fair, he's not trying to be intentionally a dick, but it is suggested that this has been going on all night. That like I come home to relax and you throw me a ball where I gotta bow at these ladies. Literally, for five I have hours. to bow to every individual of the thirteen hundred women you've brought to the castle. Yeah, so mm -hmm. like five hours in. This little twitch marathon of, of 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 judging women that's been happening at the castle, he's gonna be a little tired, yeah. Yeah, the king's like, get him some lady with childbearing hips. I want some grandkids. He just says something like, none of these are mothers. And I was like, damn, mm. he really is just Step in it for the breeding capacity, not like anything yeah. else. Jesus Christ. Stepsisters roll up, and he rolls his eyes. And, you know, even when a time when everybody <laughs> was super stinky, they were extra super stinky. I do stinky. love the king is just like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Duke is like, hey, I told you. I bet you got it all planned out of your head. Young Prince bowing to the assembly. Suddenly he stops. He looks up. That's actually Hello, pretty. there she stands. The girl of his dreams. Yeah. Where did she come from? Where? For he not knows. Nor does he care. For his heart tells him that, damn, that bitch be fine as hell. I thought that was clever. That they, his narration of what the king, what he thinks the king is what he thinks the king thinks is going to happen. Of course, he thinks it's never going to happen. Actually narrates what actually is happening is that the king and the duke are no longer paying attention to what's going on in the, like right before them, I guess. Um, which is kind of a nice way to both like kind of narrate exactly what's happening to the prince, especially because I don't think the prince ever talks in this movie. Uh, but it also a nice little uh, plot condensation. It's kind of like that thing where like action movies these days every time they hit like there's a action movie where someone has to describe like their plan to do some kind of heist instead of like explaining mm. what their plot is what their plan is and then showing the heist they show the heist happening while the character explains the plan at the same time and this is kind of like the disney uh fairy tale movie version of that where it's like someone describing what they think is going to happen while the thing is actually happening at the same time what's actually kind of cute clever and yeah while they're talking about this yeah i guess cinderella and the prince just go dancing off into the dark it's very like they dance right out of the ballroom onto like the balcony outside yeah. and stuff yeah oh man what a great party let's all stand around and watch two people dance great thanks king uh, for inviting there's us there's one nice thing this movie does quite a bit which becomes a big uh, uh focal point of this dance is 
Uh, the main character is in shadow against a more brightly lit background, which becomes a big part mm -hmm. of, like, uh, the, the prince. I don't know if the prince has a name outside of what is, is, is he actually just Prince Charming? Yeah. Um, isn't, that the, isn't Prince Charming the same thing as Sleeping Beauty? Or uh, uh, Snow White, too? Uh, that might have been Prince Adequate. <laughs> Prince, all right. Prince, is, his dick is big. Well, you know, that's close. Prince, Prince close enough, yeah. Um, and, well, even just, like, uh, when they come walking out of the ballroom, they're kind of backlit by, like, peach lighting against the blue. And this is one of those things where, like, I forgot to mention this before. This is Mary Blair. She did all the color design for this movie, and it looks really nice, like, one of the special, like... Yeah, when you got back backlit characters or contrast between right, them. That's all she did. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, I noticed she noticed like, she must have designed some of the rose mailing and then in, in, in the book at the, the credits at the beginning and stuff like that. But thank God she didn't actually draw the backgrounds or any of the characters in the movie because it would look like that. It would all look like little cut out dolls and shit. But, but yeah, okay. and also, <laughs> despite that, the fact that this whole ball is being held on behalf of the prince. Then the prince and the like. I thought it was crazy that they just go dancing out of the ballroom, but I guess that they just go like walking all over town. Cause you see them, they're like walking over bridges and through lagoons and blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. And she sings a song about how this is love. I haven't said a single word to him yet. Oh God, he don't even know my name. But damn, I'm thirsty for this dude. Well, it's funny too because yeah, then it suddenly cuts to them. I guess they're back in the palace and. Like they spent so long making out, it's midnight. Yeah, it's the they got the the, the Castlevania clock is in the background, the striking midnight. And she's like, I and gotta she's go. She's like, oh fuck, I didn't even meet the prince. I <laughs> wait, does she know fuck, he's the it's prince? It's not real good. No, that's she's the like, weird. Gimmick, yeah, is that she doesn't even realize because later on she's like, oh thank God the, the prince don't almost didn't see me embarrass myself. Oh, which is kind of like adds an extra element of her being super sweet. So you can't even take, you can't even pretend. That she was just pretending to be sweet and charming just to get in good with the prince. It was like it, like it really hones the point that like it's they they had a, actually had a genuine connection. And but she runs away, which of course people point out it's stupid. She has absolutely nothing to lose by letting the magic suddenly disappear in front of the prince, because then the prince gets to see like who gives a shit if she's poor if he's made it a legitimate. I mean, her titty connection. was almost hanging out, Bill. Come on, you can't just <laughs> oh, show that. I can see actually if 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 that meant she's just suddenly buck naked, I can see why, why she might run at that point. But like, yeah, if all that happens, she just ends up back in her busted ass dress. Then who gives a shit? But but yeah, she just decided to run despite despite that. I guess she yeah she and the prince you're not kidding have never actually exchanged their names despite hanging out all night. Uh -huh. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she hauls yep. ass. So He's like, I don't even know your name. How will I find you? And she drops a shoe behind. Not intentionally, but just because... Her feet were very... Because her feet are all lubed up with sweat because they get crammed <laughs> well, inside a glass like slipper. No... That's... Those don't breathe. They don't breathe, so her feet are just swimming in sweat. Just mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's like when, she puts... when her foot comes out of that glass slipper, it's just like the sweat schlumpf. Sh and like the, the it looks the the slipper looks like it's the Kool Aid Man, but full of <laughs> sweat, sweat instead of delicious juice. But because everyone's French, the the the, the French driving picks it up and just drinks the foot juice and goes. It's oh, true. We oh, 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 oh. because <laughs> <laughs> everyone hates the French. Uh huh. Oh, why isn't that the cover for the movie? Just Prince Charming just drinking a gallon sipping. of foot sweat out of the glass slipper, going. Oh. <laughs> If only we knew a couple artists who could draw that. <laughs> I just love, I love, I cannot, for some reason, the word balloon that just says Han Han on it, just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And <laughs> I love everything. God. So, <laughs> every oh they send the black and red devil crew after her. That yeah, that maybe won't put the fear god send or your Satan officers after her. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, the clock hits the final twelve chime, and everything turns back to pumpkin and whatnot. It gets trampled, yeah. and Cinderella looks at all the animals around her and is like, "My bad, fam." Well, I guess I beefed you real bad on that one. Let's hide and but overcomplicate the last 20 minutes of the movie, yeah. I still got a glass slipper left, so that's cool, I, I guess. I didn't expect that to be a plot element later on. She looks up at the sky and says, What am I gonna do with one shoe? Sell it on eBay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's some dudes that'll buy that. God. Yeah, Bel so the, the, the Belle Delphine school of... Uh, Oh, God, yeah, no. Mm. Quentin Tarantino's most prized <laughs> possession. <laughs> you, think you, have, you think Quentin Tarantino? He must have busted his first nut to this movie. Princess Tiny Feet over here. Jesus Christ. Outside outside the king's chamber, the duke is going to tell the king about how that hot babe got away. Yeah. And he wakes him up from his dream about grandkids riding him like a horse. He literally, that's, he's literally dreaming that. We get to see it, too, yeah. King is stoked, giving him cigars, like, Yeah, he proposed, hell yeah. But, oh no, it turns out it's not good news. This is a bad type of news. King gets pissed and tries to murder this man with a sword. Flat Seven ways from Sunday. Tries to murder but him. it's in a comical way where they bounce up and down on the oh bed. Oh my god, yeah. So the, the Duke says the prince is totally in love with that hot piece of tail. Won't rest until he finds her. He'll only marry somebody that fits this glass slipper she left behind. I had to wrestle it away from him. He wouldn't stop sniffing it. So we the can king make says, all of our hey. finest cheeses with this tiny slipper. It's funny too, because like I was joking about Princess Tiny Feet before, but like he pulls out the slipper, the slipper like fits in his breast pocket, and like mm -hmm. every time we see this glass slipper for the rest of the movie, it is the tiniest like little cabbage patch doll slipper. Like how tiny are Cinderella's feet? Jesus Christ! I know they have to be small enough, you know. That's that's kind of the you know no one else can fit the shoe, but like geez, it makes it seem like it's not just like. Like, it makes it seem like Cinderella's feet must be, like, deformed or something like that. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. Maybe she did some of that foot binding. Oh, God. Oh, God. I've seen the pictures of that. That doesn't look good. No bueno. No bueno. Why do you do that? Why do you want to give your women hooves? That makes no sense. Scrunched up no. meat club hooves. No, thank you. No, thank you. So, anyway. anyhow. Anywho. So, Cinderella's anywho. back at home, back at work. Mm-hmm. She so well. Uh, first, what I'm surprised you didn't mention this part, Bill. What's up? So they bounce up and down on the bed, and the king's trying to chop him up. But then he's like, "Hell yeah, we're gonna send this shoe out." And the first lady at fits. He's got to marry her. He said he would, and then I'm gonna have grandkids because he's definitely gonna have sex with someone he doesn't care <laughs> about. The first lady, but and then he chops the chandelier, and the goofy yell happens. Oh! Right. Uh, if, I, if I were writing down notes, I would have taken note of that. But yeah, of course, nah, okay. that's you know how it's a classic Disney film when someone yells like Goofy for no reason. That mm -hmm. made me that I think that's what pushed this movie over the top for me. I was like, OK, if a movie's got the Goofy yell, it can't be that bad. It's good. So, yeah, yeah. I especially love it. They so, don't care whether or not the Goofy yell actually fits the voice of the character. They just slip it in regardless. I fucking love it. Oh my God. Good gravy. Fuck. They posted a novel outside the castle gates. Yeah, proclamation. 
By the King of Proclamation, all loyal subjects of His Imperial Majesty are hereby notified by the Royal Proclamation that in the regards to a certain glass slipper, it is upon this day decreed that a quest be instituted throughout the length of the breadth of our domain. The sole and express purpose of said quest is to follow to wit that every single maiden in our beloved kingdom should try upon her foot the aforementioned glass slipper, and should one be found whose foot shall properly fit said slipper, such maiden will be acclaimed the object of this search, and the one and only true love of his royal highness our noble prince and said royal highness will humbly request the hand of said maiden in marriage to truly... With him over the land, to tr rule over the land, with him as royal princess and future queen. Lots of words for, hey, you won't be queen to ride on this shoe. I'm genuinely impressed that all that text is actually on there. I would have assumed that would it would be scribble scrabble. Because you get the gist of it. It's like, you know, not like, especially in 1950, who's going to stop and actually have the time to read that stuff. But that that's cool that's actually on there, but yeah. So yeah, whoever shoe fits the foot or whatever, they're gonna be princess, I guess. Mm -hmm. I saw that's another it's thing. That, like, there was like a fucking internet like IMDb trivia thing of like, I was like stupid. Oh God, what was it? It was no, not IMDb trivia. Of course, they made the point that of course, like you know, there's this uh. unless Cinderella has like mutant feet, of course there's gonna be other people who fit that shoe. God. Oh, it yeah. was about the fact that like one of the first people we see at the introduced at the ball was a princess, and and the, the IMDb error was like if 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 the wait how do we know that if the princess of well I guess like the, we just see like offhandedly oh, like introducing Princess Griselda of whatever like the IMDb error thing was like if 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 it's the princess of the kingdom being introduced to the prince wouldn't they know each other and like. Motherfucker, I think you can just assume that's a princess of another kingdom. It's not like he's being introduced to his sister so, like, his dad can get her to fuck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, back then, man. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so. I am IMDB, man. It's fucking treasure trove of what the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but yeah, so Cinderella is she. I think she's the still step, come down off. Stepmother's of running around, be like, oh shit, she's gonna come here with a shoe. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know Tells about the daughters. proclamation, right? Because she's just going about her errands. Yeah, well, she wakes him up because the whole kingdom's talking about how that girl bailed on the ball and you might, have, you girls might still have a chance if they find a girl that that glass slipper fits. He's got well, to marry her. Well, it's the stepmom waking up you the two stepsisters, assholes right? Because like, yeah, like I said, like, yeah. Cinderella doesn't even know this is happening yet, right? Cinderella yeah. overhears the whole thing and is now in a daze, realizing she was dancing with the Ding Dong Prince all night. Which, again, it's nice to know that she didn't even realize what situation she was in. Now she's all like, you know, it's funny because she doesn't seem to be worried about, like, whether or not finding it yet. She's just very, like, happy about what... She's still coming down off the mm -hmm. afterglow of last night. She's not even thinking about, like, oh, well, I need to go get my foot in that shoe so I can become a princess. She's just... Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, man, I gotta go. I gotta go get dressed. Ooh, I gotta get put on my finest rags. Oh, is she? Oh, that's right, because she is. She is going upstairs to her, like, I guess she lives in the gothic medieval bell tower that's attached to this uh -huh. modern mansion. And while but she's that's... getting ready to get dressed to, like, do the shoe thing for whenever the shoe people show up at the house. Yeah, fucking queen stepmother step. shows up and, like, locks her in. She is all, she's like, you can't fool me. I know that was you. Oh, okay. And then she locks her in that room. Which. Mice try to warn her, but she's just too high on her own farts. Of course you can send him a sense this and be like, well, if, yeah. if the stepmother is convinced that Cinderella is, like, the per like, she's still part of the family. You think, like, if anything, she's, like, rather than stowing Cinderella away, you think of anything. You'd oh, this is the kind of lady who would immediately turn and be like, oh, I always loved you. Haven't I been nice? Yeah, to you? so it's funny that she would like, like, 
Like, of course you're always risking the idea that, like, okay, of course, as soon as she, as soon as she becomes princess, she's going to disown the rest of the family, which I'm sure is probably what happened uh, mm -hmm. after the credits rolled. But, like, you think that, like, t like hoping that Cinderella will, will, will be cool is probably a better plan than, oh, we're just going to hide Cinderella in the bell tower and try to somehow trick the 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 prince into thinking either of these two fucking monstrous uggos I have for for daughters were actually the yeah it's it's yeah even if the yeah. shoe even if they could somehow get the shoe to fit the moment the prince sees these ladies he's gonna know that's not them so there's yeah. no at no and then and Cinderella shows up at the castle and is like hey yeah it was me at no point is the stepmother's plan here ever gonna work. It kind of makes the stepmother no. seem kind of stupid, but that's it's a, it's a Disney fairy tale. You're not supposed to think about that stuff. So yeah, yeah Cinderella's locked I up. I did in the like attic. that Cinderella screamed through the door. It's gonna be tough when I have you murdered. <laughs> you know what? Actually, not only she was justified in like hurling murderous threats at everyone and also in the family. I like that the idea that would be the justification for the for uh, the stepmother hiding her away, knowing oh my god, it's not a matter of like. Uh, She's gonna kill the fuck yeah, out if, of us. If, if, if she gets in touch with that prince, we're dead. Like it's not a matter yeah. of like, okay, will he pick my daughters to be his new queen? It's like, no, we're gonna fucking die if if Cinderella ever gets in touch with these royal people coming to the house. Yeah, but yeah, so so the yeah. duke the duke rolls up to their house, comes inside, is introduced to the stepsisters, and he says, "Wow, you, did you just finish beating them with the ugly stick?" Because woof. <laughs> Well, also, he, do you think the Duke would have seen Cinderella? So he would immediately... Also, also, he would recognize, like, these ain't them, but yeah. Yeah. But he's got to try the shoe on everyone. He reads the novel about it that was posted outside the castle. Well, and, and that kind of... The girl that fits the glass slippers. The nice... Mice sneak up and steal the key back out of... Uh, the pocket of the stuff. Yeah, movie. and the fact that the... He... Which, this is a lie. Ladies' outfits do not have pockets. Touche. Touche. Only guys would come it's, up with a plot point. It's taken like till 2020 <laughs> for ladies' jeans to have functional yeah, pockets. Especially not even all the time. In like 1890s France. Yeah, it's probably not very likely that this lady would have all these pockets on her dress. But like, yeah, so uh, it was a Gus Gus and... Well, somehow Gus Gus ends up a, a thing of tea that almost gets scalded to death because the, the stepmom's going to serve it to the Duke while... Uh, Jacques yeah. is Jacques is in her pocket trying to, st and like it goes on. There's a whole thing about how he ends up in her pocket, and she ends up like grabbing the, the key, and he's trying to grab the key back. And while they're all talking, like while they're trying to force the shoe onto the st one st stepsister, it goes on for a while. Like, and this is like the last 20 minutes of this movie is just this one scene, and mm -hmm. it's, it's a whole thing. But yeah, finally, was Jack, it's a whole Jack finally thing. does get the key out of the pocket though. Finally, yep, yeah. Yep, and they they have time to get it to Cinderella because the Duke is taking a little bit of a nap. He's had a long night. Yeah, and somehow, like, they, they make it a big thing. Not only a big deal to get the key out of the stepmom's pocket, but then also just up the, the stairwell inside the mansion. That seems to take ten minutes. And they finally get up the top of the stairwell in the mansion, and they realize, oh, then they have to get the stair, the, the key up, like, the 12-story bell tower that, would have, that is somehow attached to this modern mansion. And so I guess the Duke just took a nap for half an hour while they did that. Yeah. yeah. While one of the sisters is trying the shoe on her gigantic foot. Yeah. There's a thing where she like makes it look like it's like fitting on her shoe or on her foot by just like only like her toes are in 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 the shoe, and then suddenly mm -hmm. like yeah the 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 footman pulls away her dress and reveals that like yeah she's barely got any foot inside the shoe and. 
fucking, but and while, anyway, so while fucking the mice are getting the key up the steps, fucking Lucifer shows up there and he's complicating things while they're trying to get the key into the door to, to, to get Cinderella out. This is actually the climax yeah. of the movie is just the mice fighting the cat. Like, none of the mm-hmm. humans actually having any agency in the end of the... I should hate this movie more for the fact that, like, yeah, none of the human characters have any agency. Even the climax of its own, of the own, if it's a, their own story, but, like, yeah. Lucifer! Yeah. I'm sorry, you go ahead. Well, go they all try to fight him off. They even try to light him on fire with a candle, but he just burns it out. Yeah. So, uh... And the fight keeps the on birds attack him, drop shit on him, and Cinderella's like, Get Bruno! He will... Fuck this cat up! It's... Now's your chance, Bruno! I'm sorry I scolded you all those times! Yeah. Come come destroy this fucking cat! Um, oh, we missed the part of the one cool one a bit of an animation thing. I think mm. it's when Cinder when the stepmother first locks away Cinderella, you get to see like a shadow falls on the stepmother's face, but her eyes kind of remain glowing. I always thought that was kind of a new nice like little evil touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what's what part, but it is in this part of the movie. But I can't remember what the circumstances are. But I, remember, I thought that was a striking image. But yeah, so they finally yeah. get uh, the birds yell, literally yell in Bruno's ear, get him to go upstairs yeah. to beat the shit out of the cat. Yep, Lucifer jumps out a window to get away and plummets to his bed. I bag. guess cool, cool, so. Cool, cool. I was like, he goes falling. <laughs> I was like, oh, are they gonna pull out like a wheelbarrow full of hay or something? Like, nope. You don't see him nope. die, but you never, he never comes back again. So you can, and like, it's funny that he gets the Disney villain death. That's it. Cinderella says, I ain't cleaning that up. <laughs> oh, that's great if that's the first mess that she's expected to clean up after this. And she's like, nah, I'm queen now, motherfuckers. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, the mice give the key to Cinderella and the Duke's like, well, I'm sick of this place. It smells like farts and sadness. <laughs> Nobody else here. And they're like, nope, nobody else here. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Here comes Cinderella. She's running down the stairs. Calling the tank. I can't try. Can I try on that shoe? My feet. The Duke's like, the Duke is like, look at those little footsies. Hell yeah, let's slip, slip this on we her. We get a POV shot. He puts up his monocle to his eye and it like zooms in on her feet. And I, the fucking twelve-year-old Quentin Tarantino is watching this movie, getting the most fucking veiny hard on. <laughs> Oh Gross. god! The fucking like this is like the origin of uh, like a. Do you Batman think the head villain. of his dick is shaped like his chin? Oh no! <laughs> now I'm picturing, I'm picturing like, like I'm picturing like the the critic yeah, version. That's the of worst Quentin thing Tarantino. I've ever said. <laughs> god, I, I, oh, I, I hate the fact that no one can bring up anything about feet anymore without suddenly just going to a Quentin Tarantino place because I don't want to think about Quentin Tarantino hard on. Oh god. No. <laughs> anyway. So he summons the shoe man and that he's running over, but that evil bitch stepmom trips him and sends the shoe flying and it shatters all over the floor. I, yeah, again, I don't know. And the Duke's the Duke just says, Oh shit, fuck damn. Oh shit. He pulls out a gun, tries to fire it into his own brain. <laughs> Turns out there's no bullets and he starts crying because he can't kill himself. Cinderella says, Don't worry about it, baby, look what I got right here in my in my pocket. It's the other slipper, hot damn! I don't know if that's a part of the original story, but I love that, because I always thought a glass slipper, you know, that sounds cool, but, like, I would be afraid to wear a glass slipper, because the breakage thing, that shoe breaks, mm-hmm. when yeah. you're, if you're wearing a normal shoe and it breaks, you, like, the worst that's gonna happen, you might break your ankle. If you're wearing a glass slipper, that I'd still that rather breaks. wear that than those 80s jelly shoes and get a rock stuck <laughs> oh, in them. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no. But I do so. like this idea of, like, okay, the actual slipper breaks, 
And the whole, whole I don't know, mm-hmm. oh, that's the other thing I saw everyone, like, pointing out, like, the errors in this movie is, like, of course, if everything, of all the spell was undone at midnight, so the shoes should not be around anymore. But, like, it's a fucking, you can just. Well, just, she, there's <laughs> the point where she's like, hey, thanks, that's the godmother for my shoe. Yeah, it's fairy tale lot. Like, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. like, that's the fairy tale. Yeah, it's, it's Excuse fucking... me, the magic in this movie's <laughs> not. Is there also a goof that says mice don't that's really That's what I was talk. about to say. At a certain point, it's like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I do like the so... complication that she, oh, no, she still got that other shoe from that night. Yeah. And uh, also, mm-hmm. that's night, too, because that also seals... Uh, any kind of doubt that, like, okay, well, maybe she's just a similar size to the real lady, maybe but no, she she's just got the, yeah, yeah, she's actually got the other slippers. So beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is who the 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 the, the prince is looking for. And so I also like that the stepmom shits herself so hard, her intestines rocket out her butthole. <laughs> you can't even just smash zooms into her face while you hear this squelching explosion, and like yeah, exactly, and you see her eye, the uh, the her eyes turn from eyeballs into like a uh, full to empty meter, while you can just hear her gut. Sh- out of her uh, <laughs> fucking pinafore or whatever the fuck, yeah. So, but that's mm-hmm. the last time we see the, the, the stepmom. She just gets foiled right there, and like I don't know what happens to her after that. But I guess we well, would find I've... out because they made two direct video sequels Ugh. of this, Ugh. and like 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 ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah. The Duke, the Duke can't help himself. He kisses the hell of that sweaty ass shoe. He he says, "You're right. It tastes just like the other one." <laughs> oh no. Oh, you know what, man? If they were smart, again, why? If in a live-action remake of this, you get Quentin Tarantino to play the Footman, just because it's like, yeah. would, would would he be able to like make fun of himself enough to take that role? Have, and like, have you seen the live-action action remake? Of I this? forgot they even made such a. Was the, was yeah, it, was, they did. Was that like the first Disney live-action remake? Ah, uh, yes. <sighs> because the, I, I like I've heard nothing good about it, but like it's kind of a shame because that's one of the movies that I think you could actually like. There's God, there's enough room in this. You could easily improve upon it by like having story beats and stuff like that. Like there's plenty of room to like beef up the story without like stepping on the toes too much of the original movie. Um, pun intended, I guess. I don't know, but oh, well, have you seen it? No. Okay. Isn't it? No, yeah, no, no. Uh, like I, I have no idea who Cinderella is. I think it's like one of the Game of Thrones guys is the prince. That sounds right for like a decade ago, but God, if only there was some sort of internet we could some kind of database. Look at some kind global, of uh, it, global information thingy database. Yeah. Um, 2015. Oh, it was only five years ago. Jesus. Okay, maybe not. Kate Blanchett. Wait, what? Wait, she was the stepmother. Sorry, she's just oh. the first. First, she's the first listed. You'd think Cinderella would have been the first listed. That's well, because it's you know it's it's all star driven. Although, could they not find a bigger star to play Cinderella cast? Let's see, Cinderella cast. Uh, Lily James. I don't know. Lily James. Who the hell is Lily James? Oh, uh, Helena Bonham Carter's fairy godmother? Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, Rob Stark as uh, Prince Charles, so that is what I'm thinking about. Mm. But... Prince Charles. Prince. Oh, well, they say Prince that's Charles. his name is Prince Charles, yeah. Oh, no, no, no! no it it's his Prince. Prince Char! So I assumed it was Prince Charles, but I forgot that it's Prince Charming. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Stone Skarsgård as the Grand Duke. Anyhow! Wait, Haley Atwell as what? I don't know. Because uh, I love Haley Atwell. Uh, the King, Derek Jacobi. 
eh, whatever. It was a bunch of bullshit. So. so, an artist lovingly draws a glass slipper being slid onto her foot. Church bells ring. Now they're married. She loses another shoe. She has issues keeping the shoes on her feet. People throw rice at them. There's people saying, this is your dream is the wish your heart makes. And it ends. And The book closes forever on the March family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Crows peck out the eyes of the stepsisters <laughs> and it ends. Ah, you know what would be great? Because I know like, it ends with the marriage of, of, of... Well, and also, like, it's, it's, it's you know, the... the there's the whole marriage ceremony of uh, the the Cinderella and the prince, and uh, of course I love the fact that she's walking down the stairs to go to their marriage uh, couch. Couch. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word? It's are not you, couch. Are you reading the word? Why do you keep saying couch? Coach. Couch. Which is funny, funny, because in Portland we have a street called Cooch, but that's pronounced couch for some reason. Other way around? Oh, is that what it Wait, is? I don't is know. It? Well, I do like the fact yeah, that she's walking down the stairs the prince after being married. She loses her shoe, and the king is the one who kind of grabs it, and she kisses him and thanks him for grabbing her shoe. And he gets all red-faced and, oh, boo, boo, boo. And then I do like the fact they actually do add tin cans and a Just Married sign to the back of their couch. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Coach! <laughs> <laughs> as they drive away there. in the distance, and as they're driving away, you get to see the the, 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 the coach drive past a bunch of posts with the stepmom and the two ugly sisters' heads impaled on top of them. And that's the last thing you see in silhouette as the camera multiplanes out past the the, 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 behead, the dead heads on sticks to, 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 like, you know, to reveal the castle and all its blue... Uh, beautiful beauty and then the book closes and it says the end and that's the end of Cinderella mm -hmm. yeah so I do like like yeah. actually on the last page is very cute they have little cartoon drawings of, of Gus and Jax so actually they're on the cover mm. of the book too with the with the the Boyds but so that's Cinderella yeah that's pretty good I, I, yeah, yeah. I've seen right. more boring Disney movies that's for sure and like I said, by I, all I, rights, for a movie like that's where the heroine is this passive and there's so little story, I should have hated that thing, but I thought it was actually pretty mm -hmm. It's cute. Since you looked at the trivia, did you read the one that <sighs> starts with the line, while it could just be a coincidence, it may not be. Oh no, what is it? <laughs> says three of the lady mice in the dressmaking scene are gr in green, pink, and blue dresses. Not quite the exact same colors as the three go good fairies in Sleeping Beauty, which would be released nine years later. Of course. Of was that nine years later? If mm -hmm. anything, I would have thought that would have been the next thing after this, because it's like close enough. Oh, no. Not okay. quite the exact same colors. Then it's not the thing! That's not the... <laughs> if, if your yeah. one connective tissue is the colors of those dresses, and they're wrong, then no! It's, it's yeah, and if you have to start your trivia with, well, it could just be a coincidence, and also an incorrect coincidence. <laughs> so you're not like, yeah, no, you you officially shut the fuck up and go away. Yeah, yeah, it's all good stuff. Stupid. Oh my yeah. god. So yeah, that's. So is that the best one we've watched so far, movie wise? Man, I didn't even think about that. I mean, we haven't watched a ton of movies. Oh uh, yeah, but... well, it's funny because yeah, what it's only been what Snow White, Pinocchio, Bambi, and mm. this. Four? Like in terms of like the big Disney Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like I, said, I we mean and we Dumbo. Could, we know this is better than Dumbo, so <laughs> we don't have to Dumbo? I can't wait to go back and see Dumbo is actually on there. That fucking yeah. cracks me up. 
Holy sh- Oh yeah, double listen! It's right before the Reluctant Dragon! Oh, we dodged mm -hmm. such a bullet. We dodged such yeah. a fucking racist bullet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that means, like, we'll eventually have to cover the live-action version instead, though, but... Oh, that cracks me the fuck up. And actually, yeah, if you're actually, it's like right above Cinderella if you're looking at the way the stuff is tiered on Disney through the decades. But yeah, no, actually, I'm not, I probably actually had more straight up. I'm not. I mean, because this is the first time I've seen Cinderella. Um, I don't have the nostalgia for it like I did like Pinocchio because I should have shoved my own shit in the Mickey Mouse's pants while calling him <laughs> Niku Niku. Um, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I especially for like a later Disney film, like it produced in the fifties. Like it's, I don't know, I, it may actually be like if I were gonna recommend a movie to like a modern kid, I might recommend that over anything else, just because it feels a little bit less time wasty and more pretty than the other movies. Um, it's very much Disney fairy tale. Like this is yeah, it's hardcore. Most, I think this one is the most Disney fairy tale. Yeah, it, well, it, like it's, I, mean, I could totally see why Disney chose to do this because it really is just like Snow White two point like especially because this this is 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 this this has got to be even the movie that has the highest uh, princess to animal friends quotient, right? Because I mean that was a, Sleeping Beauty's got some in the forest, but but uh, yeah, they don't it's talk. not th yeah they're not like buddies, and she's not like making yeah. clothes for the animals, and they're not throughout the entire film. And same thing yeah. even with Snow White. Snow White's you know she's kind of buddies with the animals in in that, but it's not like they're characters in her life that she's friends with. Yeah, so I, yeah. I kind of wonder. I'm assuming Cinderella is kind of like the genesis of that Disney uh, archetype right there. But yeah, it's weird to think. I'm kind of curious to because th like the couple times I've seen Alice in Wonderland, I was always bored to tears by that. So I'm kind of curious to come back and see that soon too. But yeah, is it only three major? It's just Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland, and Peter Pan. Oh, and Sleeping Beauty. Those are the four big animated features for the '50s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll be curious to revisit all that stuff, especially with all the context after having watched all this other Disney stuff recently. But yeah, no, Cinderella, not that bad. No, Genuinely kind of surprised, yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to... I don't know if I'll ever watch it again in my life, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably going to be better than Treasure Island or any of the other uh -oh. live-action movies we're going to be covering, maybe, maybe in this tier, like The Story of Robin Hood Probably. or... Yeah. Have to do at least one of them. It feels like yeah, we're almost legally obligated. Miserable, we gotta do it. Yeah, it might be like if we do Treasure Island, like maybe if that's bad enough, <laughs> that'll be our uh, uh, our that's, free that's pass not to do any the, of them. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's actually literally the next thing on the Disney Through the Decades service. So, assuming, I would assume that would be our next thing in Disney Through the like I'll do a Christmas thing, and our first project for yeah. New Year's might be Treasure Island. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, oof, do. But yeah, I don't think there's any other trivia or anything I saw that was interesting about Cinderella. Other than was it June Foray was the was the voice of Lucifer the cat? Um, and by <laughs> voice I mean it's like Frank Welker, like. Rawr, rawr, but yeah, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, good on yeah. you, Cinderella, especially for a character with no agency and not even an actual like fixed character design. Your movie could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so, I don't know, yeah. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do next. Uh, okay. the next episode will be airing just like, I was, um, just go ahead. I was just going to say, I was thinking like we could do like, like a special, like, um, here's the, the, the uh, uh, <laughs> Christmas shorts that would have filled up a uh, little Billy Mudrin 
like evening of watching Christmas shorts, but then I realized that would just <laughs> you would hate me. <laughs> so, what like Disney shorts or no, just shorts like like Rudolph or whatever. The one that I offended you on Twitter asking if that was giraffe piss. Oh, that's right, the uh... oh god, oh yeah, twas the night before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's an option. Well, that's the thing. Cause I was thinking about if I did movies, I would probably I don't know why. Right off the top of my head, it would probably either be White Christmas or Tokyo Godfathers. Mm-hmm. Which have you even heard about Tokyo Godfathers? Yeah, I used to see the cover at Blockbuster. Yeah, back in Japanese the day. anime about three uh, hobos who find a baby, and that actually, even though that's that's a Christmassy movie, that's another thing where it's not like super specifically Christmas. And that's something I had thought about. We could do like three like maybe Rankin Bass things and that's actually yeah. yeah but I, I hadn't even thought about that oh man I should punish you by making you do Twas the Night Before Christmas oh is it, yeah it, would it be pu- I mean it'd be punishing both of us because I'd be making fun of it the entire time oh yeah well that's well I'm trying to think which Rankin Bass things because I, I is it a matter do I choose my three personal favorite or do I choose like the three most popular because Twas the Night Christmas Kelsey's upset because you can't find the dang things anymore yeah that's streaming. the terrible thing is because I think the Rankin and Bass library is split between I was just reading about that last night actually like everything they made after like 1974 is owned by Warner Brothers and I think that everything before that is owned by various different companies so yeah you can't just like buy like a box set of just like all the Rankin Bass stuff unfortunately um, yeah. yeah, I guess, I mean, Rudolph and, 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 uh, Frosty would be at least two of them, and my personal favorite, like I said, is, tw- maybe, maybe I'll consider doing that, well, I've, I've got a week to figure that out, so, if people have recommendations for stuff, let us know, but, actually, <clears throat> I'm kind of curious to see, uh, who's, uh, if we do a Rankin Bass thing, I'm kind of curious to see what everyone else's favorite Rankin Bass uh, specials were, um... Yeah, I don't wolf out stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah, maybe that's an option. Yeah, and I've got those files. I've got all the rank and bass stuff on hand, so I can totally easily send you that stuff. So yeah, maybe we'll just end up doing that. Yeah. Um, you've seen, you've seen which one? Have you seen any other specials? I've seen chunks. Yeah, I was gonna say because like I can't imagine. I don't think I've least, sat down and watched the whole thing. At least Rudolph, I would have imagined you had seen before, just because that's such. Like... I had seen the start of it, and I was like, "Man, this sucks ass," and so I stopped. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Also, I can't remember if Rudolph is in. I think it's an hour with commercials. I think I, I started watching some of the Peanuts one, and I was like, "This is boring." Oh, the Christmas, like yeah, the yeah. yeah. I just want my fair share. <laughs> that's it. That's the best part of that thing. <laughs> nickels, nickels, nickels. I just want my fair share. Yeah. Oh, that, that's way out. If Filthy Bald listens to this, it'll, it'll kill me because those are two separate lines. Nickels, nickels, nickels. And yeah. Sally's line readings in that special are so great because it's totally like a little five year old going, I just want my fair share. Like, you can totally tell how they had to edit separate lines together to create one line reading. That sounds like a crazy person saying it, but. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll do three Rankin Bass specials next week or something like that. But yeah, we, uh, this is time for people to let us know, because as we're recording this right now, it's just uh, a couple days before uh, it goes live. So if you're listening to Cinderella, know that we're just taping this on the Sunday beforehand. So yeah, feel free to uh, drop a note or uh. something. Uh, feel free to come to my uh, Animal Crossing town where I'm letting people uh, catalog the all the new uh, uh, Christmas toys. I'm surprised you haven't showed up and then I realized you may not care about Christmas toys, even in Animal Crossing. 
Uh, they're not Christmas toys. They're just toys. So I just haven't had bothered with the time. Okay, yeah, but the toys are cool. I mean, it's not like the toys are Christmas themed though. But yeah, if you want like no, that's what I'm toy saying. They're not really stuff. Christmas toys. They're just toys. They're for toy day. I got all the new snowflake recipes last night. How'd you get all of those already? You're supposed to get one a day. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of confusing because the snowflake recipes are split in between what you get from the snowmen, uh -huh. the snowboys. I'm sorry. I've only got two of those, but the ones that drop from the balloons that are balloon exclusive, I got all the balloons. Oh, wow. Uh, that's fast. <laughs> what I did... Have you heard this thing about how you can guide where the balloons go by crafting... There's an item in the game you can craft called Jail Bars, which mm -hmm. I think it's a tie between that and the Climbing Wall item that you could buy at Nooks. Those are the two uh, tallest items in the game, and balloons can't fly over them. And so if you want to, like, just grind for balloons, what you do is you create a wall made out of jail bars and or climbing walls and f essentially funnel the balloons to one part of the island where you can just sit and wait for them to come. And, you know, every five or ten minutes, a balloon comes and you pop it. Which is extra... This this highlight... Because this is what I was doing all day... The, the other day while I was work, working, I just had Animal Crossing open. Uh, I'm having a stroke. I just had Animal Crossing open while I was working. And, you know, I'd just sit in a chair and just every time I heard a balloon come by, I'd get, you know, just pick up the controller and pop it. <laughs> but even even then, there's only like a 10 or 15% uh, possibility that any pop, uh, any potential balloon is going to be one of those seasonal recipes. So even if you pop 10 balloons, you've got like a 1 in 10 chance that one of those balloons is going to be a recipe. And so, literally, I must have popped 100 balloons in one day and, like, barely got, like, the five or six recipes that were, like, exclusive to the balloons, which, ugh, that's rough. But so, yeah, uh, those are the recipes that you only need snowflakes, not even the large snowflakes mm -hmm. that you get from the snowboys. But so if anyone needs anything crafted, like, um, there are, like, three wallpapers, two floorings. And I think it's the snowflake wreath and the snowflake pochette, the purse. If you guys have snowflakes, bring them to me and I can craft that stuff for you. Bring them to me. Yeah, bring them. Actually, the nicest, it's actually the cool, maybe my favorite wallpaper in the game is one of those wallpapers. It's called the falling snow wallpaper. Um, it just creates, like, makes, uh, it's an animated uh, wallpaper where it kind of makes your... Whatever room you put the wallpaper in, kind of look like a stone, like little, like ski cottage, with like f gently falling snow outside. And I crafted that and put that up in the main room in my house, and it just looks really cozy and all wintry and super mm -hmm. nice. So, but yeah, I still, um, I've built three snow snowboys so far. I've got perfect snowboys out of two of those, and you can only get the snowboy snowflake recipes by crafting perfect snowboys. Which, that's a whole yeah. thing, how you do that. Like No, no, no. You only get a big snowflake if you craft them perfectly. But oh, do, you get a, do you get a recipe no matter, regardless if they're perfect or not? I think so. Okay, I thought, I thought it was the I've reverse. only made one perfect so far. I haven't made What recipe did you get? Perfect today. I got the bear. There's a bear? There's an ice bear. Oh, that's cool. I got a tree and the chair. Glad to see it's mm. randomized, so if you ever need a tree or a chair, a frozen ice I need chair. a tree! Yeah, and one of the terrible things I knew I would, uh, 
I, I set up the whole balloon harvesting situation because I know that's how you get all the Christmas stuff. Because I think all the Christmas stuff that is supposed to appear, I think that's on the 15th on Tuesday, is when everyone's towns turn into Christmas. Like the, the cedar trees get like Christmas lights on them and stuff. I think that's mm. when the balloons start turning out Christmas stuff. And that's the real stuff I want because that's how you actually like get DIYs to craft Christmas trees and mm -hmm. you know, like holiday lights and stuff like that. And that's the stuff I really want, so... Yeah, so, yeah, if anyone needs, in Animal Crossing needs, it's catalog toys and stuff. And I felt bad, too, because our one listener, Jonathan Mitchell, he accidentally stole a bunch of stuff while I was cataloging the Christmas toys, and he didn't, because he didn't understand what cataloging meant. In yeah. Animal Crossing, cataloging is just, like, picking up stuff and putting it down so it gets added to your in-game catalog so you can order yourself. He thought it was a giveaway, which, to be fair, I did put all the stuff in where I usually put all my free giveaway stuff, so he just thought it was another giveaway, so he ran off with a lot of the stuff. And so, I was like, oh god, who?" but I didn't know who it was, so on Twitter I had to be like, oh my god, whoever took that stuff, please put it back, because it's going to be a real bitch to replace all that stuff and forgot what was taken. But he did come back and put it all back, so... Oh god, so this is my week of pissing people off on Twitter, so... Yeah, um, I play, I've been playing Dragon Quest, uh, what is it, 9? 11? Wait, whatever it is, 11. The new one? Well, because they put it out... Uh, that so, do you know about it? <laughs> uh, is that the one where it also has the retro mode? Yeah, so yeah. it's actually so I I got it for the PS4 back in the, when it first came out. Okay, and I started playing it, and I was like, this music sucks ass. That's because it's this. all MIDI stuff, right? Yeah, 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 because the composer's like, Meh, oh, there was a I whole thing about it. how he sells CDs of that music. And so yeah, he's a he's he's a piece of shit. This is a thing, yeah, because I've heard people say this is a thing, thing that he'll release a game, it'll have a MIDI soundtrack, so he can sell the orchestrated soundtrack separately. And after he's pretty much made all the money off of that, he can make he'll let uh, Square put out a version of the game with the actual orchestral score. Is that what they did with the latest Dragon Quest? So when it came to Switch, it had like the extra stuff and like the orchestral score and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then they put re-put it back out on PS4 as like the deluxe edition. But since the version they put out that was on the Switch with all the bonus stuff and like niceties of life stuff, um, that was a different version of Unreal 4. They couldn't. Yeah, they can't just upgrade the same they, file. They can't just up. Well, not just that, but they couldn't take the PS4 version and do it. So it's actually a port of the Switch version oh, onto the PS4. Really? So it's like low res. Like it's not. Yeah, the graphics aren't quite as good oh, as the PS4 no. version, which I don't um, care about because it's kind of it's kind of cartoony graphics and it looks but fine. It's still a but little still, bit like come on, guys. Like yeah, just a little bit of extra work, especially if. Uh, but it, but it has the orchestrated music, which is so much. But you better. had to start over from scratch, though. I had barely. That's what I was about to say. That's barely got into it because the music was so bad. I should just buy the Switch port because rather than, because I like I'm buying everything on Switch these days anyway, and yeah. Hmm. So hmm. I was, wonder if yeah, it run, so at I've least runs at like a higher frame rate and stuff. Because you think, because so. you know, if especially if it's running at a lower resolution and stuff, you think the PS4. Well, it's good. It's a good old school JRPG. But you've actually gotten a little bit of a ways into it, then. Yeah, and you could play the whole thing in 2D if you want. That I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder too. I wonder at like what resolution the 2D version is. Like, I wonder if that even like looks any worse on the PlayStation 4 version than it would look like on the Switch. And... But yeah, I was almost tempted to buy Cyberpunk this week, but then hearing about, like, oh, there's all kinds of political stuff, because supposedly it's supposed to be transphobic and stuff like that, but then seeing, hearing about what a buggy mess it is, 
was like, so. Yeah. Yeah, and with all the new winter stuff in Animal Crossing, I was like, well, that's enough to keep me busy. Maybe after the new year, I'll be tempted to pick up one of the newer games. Um, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm still sinking. I am only like a couple of dozen hours away from officially having sunk 1,000 hours in Animal Crossing. So Mm. weirdly enough, my new mission is to hit that benchmark before the end of 2020 within the next two or three Mm. weeks. And so I might be hosting a lot of like, yeah, like leaving my town open for cataloging runs because I just love the idea of having technically sunk a thousand hours in Animal Crossing within a single calendar year. So yeah, uh, that's a heck of a thing. Yeah, you're you're not. Yo, I got my last bug. The dung beetle showed up now. So yeah, I saw that. I got the dung beetle. The, actually, the first snowball I saw in the game was being rolled by a dung beetle. So mm-hmm. you said you caught all the so, fish, right? So you're almost close to getting all yeah. the the bugs. I. Yeah, I just... No, I got all the fish. I got all the bugs. I just need to finish the art. Fuck. And you're pretty far along with the artwork, too, right? Uh, I... A little over half, I guess. Oh, okay. Wow, that's... Which, considering the art wasn't added until late, and I think the art is designed to be, like, a several-year-long mission, if you're just playing it like like you should be without, like, trading with other people and stuff. That's pretty impressive. You've got over half in, like, less than six months. Yay, I got lucky! Yeah. Yeah, you, so you, how do you think of how it looks with all the snow in your town? It's pretty cool. It is looking like nice. I like how all frosted the leaves on the trees all look. That's kind of I, a cool I effect. I like that when it opens up and the snow's on the window behind Isabel, it feels very authentic. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, and being I in... hate I hate snow, but I like snow. I don't like snow because it means I can't do anything. I don't like to go out of the house, but I don't like to miss work. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I'm, I I don't necessarily like work, but I also don't like to miss work. Snow does create so. a cozy environment, though. Yeah. yeah. But especially you from cool. growing up in Portland, where there's not a lot of there's not consistently a lot of snow. I can imagine. Yeah, we get might, one snow a year usually. Yeah, you might have a different relationship with snow than I do. If anything, I should be more tired of snow than you are, because I grew up in a place where like I was I was the dip I was the family member who had to shovel the snow. So if anything, I should be the person like fuck snow, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still like snow. Not a big fan of ice, yeah. but... So... Okay. Next week is going to be something we don't know. Maybe Christmas. Probably Christmas. Probably Christmas, Christmas. Like I said, yeah. It's going up just... Bill. He's going to do Christmas. Yeah, I think Christmas is on a Friday this year, and our episode will be going up on the Wednesday, so... Yeah. It'll be one of those things where, like, our episode is only valuable for, like, a day or two. I started watching some of the Polar Express last night. I can't believe we, that was two years ago already we did that shit. That thing sucks so much. 50 kinds of ass. I was one of those things. I thought we'd only done that a year ago, but I was like, this movie can't be as bad as I remember it being, just even though a year ago. And I was like, oh my god, this still is just. I watched the first five minutes, and I'm like, no. And then I looked it up, and I was like, no, our episode from two years ago already. And yeah, I was last like, last year we did a different Zemeckis Christmas party. Oh, that's right, because that's why we did a Christmas Carol, because I was like, murmur. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they just announced, because Disney had their big thing, they announced that there's going to be a quote unquote live action Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks. But with, like, a CGI Pinocchio directed by Bob Zemeckis. Which is interesting, though, because the little bit of a Stop teaser... giving him chances! It's any excuse to, for him to do a dead-eyed, weird... Crypt, especially because he just did that Welcome to Marwin thing and everyone was like... He keeps on doing this shit where he keeps on trying to shove dead-eyed CGI characters down the audience throats and he keeps on fucking it up. And, man, if you can't pull that off with Pinocchio, then you need to fucking give i mean he should have stopped trying 15 years ago Did Del with Tarmo's come out his Pinocchio? i don't think i don't know if that's even still a thing not that i know of and i don't even know if it's still in development 
Mm. Which, the interesting thing is, because everyone keeps on trying to do a live-action Pinocchio, but the only Pinocchio anyone cares about is the Disney version. The interesting well, the thing about... the only way you can do it is if you do the original story and make it dark as hell. Yeah. Well, which you think that would be the Guillermo del Toro thing. But from the little bit of, like, a little promo art CGI TZ, uh, trailer thing they did for the Zemeckis thing, that is a remake of the original... Pin like, the version... They, they have a silhouette of Pinocchio that is the 1940 animated Pinocchio, so it's going to be a CGI version of that. So that's going to be fascinating to see Bob Zemeckis, the guy who cannot do CGI to save his life, trying to do a CGI cartoon Disney Pinocchio with, like, Tom Hanks, like, I'm a Geppetto! Goddamn fucking Polar Express. Okay. Nothing will ever be better than that guy from uh, Beautiful Life's Pinocchio, though, so... Is that what he won those Oscars for, that he embarrassed himself at the Oscars and stuff that year? Or... Oh, no, because he played Pinocchio. I've only seen the stills. Where he's like this, like forty-five-year-old man trying to be like, I'm a little doll. What the boo? And they're like, no, I do not need to get this hell out of the hell away. That's almost probably even worse than a CGI little boy Pinocchio. God. All right, we should finish it. Up. We should so. go. He's Motor on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Go find uh, which episode of Retronauts were you on? Yeah, we forgot to mention that last week. Uh, yeah, recent, uh, the f uh, we're going to have to record a second episode because we only got halfway through like what we wanted to talk about. Uh, Gunpei Yokoi, the creator of Game Boy and the Game & Watch for Nintendo. Uh, yeah, we recorded an episode of that for the Retronauts podcast. Go check Go that out. Go listen to what it sounds like when Bill's actually knowledgeable about a subject. <laughs> yeah, I actually we talk about Elecongo, one of my favorite Disney products of all time. Uh, kept dropping facts, and I was like, who is this How guy? is who's the memory of a goldfish? Which is funny, because we talk about this whole... This sh our, ep our podcast here is about movies, and I watch movies all the time. I just can't remember things from five minutes ago. That's not a problem, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, so that was a fun episode to record. So yeah, go listen to that. Go buy Bill's stuff. Yeah, I have stuff on. Can't get it in time for Christmas. Go buy. Yeah, uh, uh, Mudrin at BigCartel.com and Mudrin at Inprint I N P R N T dot com. Uh, do you don't have anything to hawk? I feel bad. Like it's always nah. like the Bill Mudrin nah, link I'm... hour here at the end. No, nope, just share this podcast around. That's the only thing I got. To yeah, and like I said, hit us up if you guys have any ideas for like uh, Christmas specials. I do like the idea of maybe doing three Rankin Bass things. So if you guys have recommendations for Rankin Bass, or just like let us know like. Even if we don't... Talk to us on Twitter. We're so lonely. We're so lonely. Help to reach out and touch touch our uh, fucking, yeah, our Twitter account. Tardy, tardypodcast.com. Make jokes about feet with us. Come on. I'm glad we didn't have to make more feet jokes in this episode, but, you know. <laughs> okay. So, next time, be Christmas. This time, Cinderella. Whatever. So, um, I got nothing else. Billy got nothing no, else. No, that's I'm it. Assuming. We're yep, just gonna so go off and get it. married. Yay, bing bong, ding dong. We're gonna go cut off our heels and our toes and have some birds peck out. Go our watch eyes, Into the so Woods. We... Shit, yeah. Yeah, go watch Into the Woods. That's good great. Fall. It's not Christmassy, but All right. yeah. Okay, take care, guys. Alright. So long, everybody. Goodbye. Kaboom.